CDNG man, Prince of Alter. Yeah, you're talking. You're talking earlier about that era, the 2015 to 2017 era, and the kind of songs those guys were making. Um, and I, I absolutely agree with you. Special, special, special records, like you know. And one thing I loved about them was, I loved like the fact that they didn't really care about how popular they were or not. Like they were just yeah. just doing their thing, just just doing music, amazing music. And I think in art, when you and when you are locked in in art, right, and you don't really care, you know, you 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 create the best things, you know. Yeah, true that. That era was one of the like one of the most. It's one of the most exciting era in Nigerian in modern Nigerian music, right? Like in terms of what him how did how that era made us feel. Yeah, these were the kids that really introduced streaming to Nigeria because they're using SoundCloud. They're not even sending their songs to any blog. So any, any blog, yeah, yeah, only gatekeeper like four kids. Sure. These are fans who push it out there. The music yeah. was so diverse, so experimental, so progressive. Like no fam, those days going to nineties baby, I just seen guys just rocking out, not giving a fuck whether only five people turned up or only ten yeah. people their songs. Was very innocent and this thing. I think the fame later robbed them of their innocence. I think yeah. you know, the popularity later did. And the way music also switched with the the boy the boy eras, I call it the boy eras, the fire boys, the rebels, <laughs> the Joe boys, the Omalays, you know, they took it to another level. And you know, but that period of 016, 015 to like 018, bro, they were killing it. I, as, as a as a taste maker, I love the records they dropped in that period from Santi or Juicy and the rest. Tay, unbelievable music. Okay. unbelievable music that's a great way to describe it to be very yeah. honest see guys very inclusive that era was also very inclusive one thing i enjoyed about that era is while you had like some of the flagship guys right so like the donleys or deuces the santis yeah. right you had other people who enjoyed almost the same kind of like reverence and relevance right mm-hmm. so whether it was omar's or it was um, what's the name of the guy who sang Freaky? Um, Freaky is Santi, but I know the guy you're talking about. No, there's another Freaky, right? Oh, for real? Yeah, I don't know if you, uh, what's his name. He's a Southwesterner. Ah, oh, God, I can't remember the guy's name. But the guy was like he was also like big. Okay. You know, I'll try and I'll try and pull out his name. Oh, he was also equally big, you know, and so many other people. Wavy the creator, uh, you know, Wavy the creator, um, yeah. You know, yeah. And you know, just damn your Nero, people were just doing R and B, you know. Yeah, a lot of R and B. A lot of R and B. I remember, I remember yeah. the, I remember where I was at the office the first time, the first I listened to T. That T's hmm. album, the passport. Uh, passport. Oh God, I've missed. <laughs> It, it was um I won't lie it was, it was I, 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 I couldn't understand how how talent how someone could be that talented like 
I'm like, bro, who is this kid? Who is this? Who is this? Yeah, wow. it was. Uh, if I, I, I think he came at. He came at. I think Tay Tay. People like Tay came out. Well, everything everything happens at their own time, but yeah. I think that was sort of in Nigerian era of R and B. I, I don't. I can't yeah. place it. Was it the Diary era or the Banky era? Who? I'm not talking about the quality of albums or who had more impact in music generally. I'm just saying who had who. Who was the biggest proponent of R and B? Who is the biggest proponent of R and B between Diary and Banky W? Oh, um, I think it's I think it's both of them. That's an academic discourse. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Let's not forget properly. Properly did it. Properly, I want to talk about properly because there's a time that yeah. because Nigerian R&B is no longer a thing because we've merged everything into like Afro beats, R&B. Everything is just too. But then there was like R&B. Who remember the Femi? Who's Femi? This thing. What's his uh, name again? Capital Femi. Capital, Capital Femi. Uh, like there was a time when R&B uh, like had this. You know, and if if they if they was in that era. I think uh, he would have been, he would have gone mainstream. Yeah. Because at that time people loved a Nigerian R and B because we we're still really? trying to like have yeah. a what Afrobeat has done to us is that Afrobeat has given us an identity. So now we can we can we can relate with music that belongs to us. Yeah. But then we needed something close to hip hop or R and B. Do you remember? Yeah. For us to like feel related, like relatable and familiar with it. And that's what that the likes of Dari. I remember the girl, um, you are not the girl I used to know. I remember how big it was, like the video, everything. You know, I, I feel that like if Tay was around that era, he would have been as popular as Dari, at least. That's how I think True about that. it. True that. Let's not also forget Star Plus. Those boys were monsters. That, thank you, oh, Monster Plus. Back, thank you. Even going back a few years, Plantation yeah. Boys. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Like true. Arab, Arab has had some great moments, and when Odusi yeah. and um, is it Nonso Amadi or Tay that did the group project, the War EP? Um, Nonso Amadi and Odusi. Bro, that's a slept-on project. In terms like top five R and B projects, that that's that that what those boys were doing. They were really yeah. going in. They were going in. Man. I played that project this morning. That was what made me. That was what made me hit you like hit you guys up in the yeah. WhatsApp group. Yeah. That's what it was the war EP I was listening to. That was a, don't let me love, love you. Don't let me love you. I just I wanna want love, to love you. you. What those guys were playing with at that time. I, I, I don't know how yeah, I don't know how they did it. I don't know yeah. how they did yeah. it. I think it was just that power of community that, they had that, that really gave them that confidence. Yeah, but yeah, the community is one thing, right? Like the art history, like how do you how do you wake up and record? How does Santi wake up and record like those records? Yeah. Those guys are baffling. Actually, Santi and Odusi. Because you can never yeah. please them. Like, you can never know what an Odusi's next project sound goes to sound like. True. His first true. album, he went 80s disco. He went Chris Okoti or not. He was giving us disco music. <laughs> like, I don't even get. Santi would go and do anime. He would do Japanese anime. Come back and do 90s dance or pop. I'm like... You guys are bro. You guys, are, it's just weird. I, I, I don't. How, really how, how does, how does, how does Santi record freaky? Like, like, how do you record a I think record like that? Sorry to say, I'm not saying that. Oh, what he has dropped recently is not good, but that Santi, that freaky Santi, that era, God, Santi <laughs> was a menace. He's one Bonner boy. Like Bonner boy to Nigerian music. That was Santi yeah. was for okay, that time. Fuck, flaming. No, you get that bridge, bridge that took that hook. Yes. Oh my yeah. lord! Yeah, and, and that's an hotel OG too. Many people don't know. 
Yeah, bridges are not of always. Of course. Shout yeah. out to LOS. LOS. Shout out to LOS. Then of course, you know, my 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 record. Which one? You know, and um Rapid Fire. Oh. <laughs> it's a classic. That's what that song. Bro. It's a classic. That song Rapid introduced Fire. Amari to, to me. That is her, yeah. one of Amari's hardest songs. She floated on that song. What the yeah. rap rapid fire. Rapid fire. You know, rapid you know the crazy thing about rapid fire is that it's packed. It has Shane Eagle, Tommy Agape, and yeah. Amari, right? Like yeah. four yeah. people on the record. Santi's doing his thing, and they all came with their individual styles. I like see Tommy Agape is one person I feel like so there are a couple of them, right? I think Tommy Agape, Ezia Mela, mm. those two, like, you know, I talk about like R&B chicks, yeah, that are talented, super talented, right? Yeah. And then very visually appealing, appealing, mm. yeah, right. So they use like the aesthetics around them. They know how to like, how I put it, they know how to conjure the sexiness around their music and translate yeah. into like visual appeal as well yeah like it's amazing you know ah Tomagapi, like what she took on that record she just feel like a feel she just took like a a bridge yeah you know and if you go and listen to like her own music as well she's done amazing there's a record she did on the show them camp one of the show them camp albums that has pull on it amazing everywhere she's been is amazing then of course you know Asia mela like from when she started dropping many years ago yeah on point records on yeah. point records and uh yeah. the, the thing is that so here's what i think i think like commercialization and just money corrupts like art yeah, yeah. it's true it's true yeah. you know it corrupts and when i mean art the art of anything the art of football the art of what we're experiencing in football today that we're always complaining var all these things mm. it's just it Love has just been money. corrupted Drama, true yeah. art has been corrupted there's always a golden know? age then after that golden age, it's not the era of commercialization. You know, we had yes. it in hip hop, the golden era of hip hop. We have it even in hotel. They are still in hotel today, but the golden era of hotel was like drop any fucking song, and if it doesn't yeah. work, it doesn't work. Yeah, so that's how it is in life. The innocence will be rubbed off because of money. Fashion, fashion. Yeah. That's what I was trying to remember. Fashion. Oh yeah, fashion. Remember fashion. That fashion yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he man, he featured means on the record. Yeah, I want some music. Oh, shout out to you. You tell us, you give us a but you, you give us uh, your uh, event reports. <laughs> you still give us event reports. But yeah, man, so just to maybe we're just a bunch of old guys that just <laughs> because here's, here's what I also feel, right? Because everything is contextual, right? 10 years from now, there's someone who's experiencing all these things for the first time, yeah, and is going to call this era a golden era, yeah, it is a golden era, right? Now. That bubble yeah. was a golden era. Yeah, I think every era is a golden era, but some are just more golden than the others. The two oh, yes. and it just it just depends on, on your experience. So this is based on experience, right? yeah, yeah. Because the there are some people that say in hip hop that mm -hmm. they prefer the late nineties, early twenties hip hop, and they can't understand yeah. the late eighties, early nineties hip hop. Like, what's that? So mm -hmm. every generation will choose their own golden era, I guess. That's 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 a hundred. The 2006 ringtone era that we hate, right? Um, <laughs> now, the era is being heralded as a golden era for like southern hip hop music. Hip -hop, yeah. hip -hop. The yeah. era of GZ, TI, Ludacris, Lil Wayne, when Lil Wayne started his run, yeah. Hot Boys, you know, ETC, ETC, right? It's now regarded as, ah, man, you know, um, what they call them, D4L, Franchise Boys, Boys yeah. Name With It, Rock With It, all those yeah. things. 
people are now sampling music that came from that era. Lil John and them, yeah. Do you understand? Lil yeah. John, you know, look at yeah. Um, what's his name? The guy from can, Memphis. Can I make a confession? When yeah, yeah. when yeah dropped, I hated it. I was like, what the fuck is Osha? <laughs> like when you, I don't... when you heard which, which record? Yeah, yeah, by Osha. I'm like, oh, oh. so that was it. That was no pun intended. Can I make a confession? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bars, bars. <laughs> yeah. It was lit up. Like, yeah. Radio slammed me so much that I was like, I finally get this song. Now that this song is hard. This song is hard. But this was Usher, not your song with Lil John. Me and my hip hop head elements. Like, out of every person, guy, you work with Jermaine J- Dupree. You work with Puffy. These are heralded hip hop heads. Then, yeah, that's what you guys got to do, Lil John. Come on. Yeah. yeah you know, I was listening to one of the Rap Raider, Rap Raider podcasts, right? And they had um, um, JD on it. Yeah. And JD was saying that a lot of like RB guys don't like Usher and him because they ruined RB. Yeah, and yeah. then you know, Elliot asked him, "How did you guys ruin RB?" He said, "No, how they were singing it. That like, Usher was the one that started the sing rapping thing. Yeah, while everybody used to just sing, Usher was one that kind of in the club, man. Like nobody was singing like that. It was yeah. Usher that started that. Oh, I'm an R&B guy, but I'm going to sing rap on records, and it kind of took over. And then you know, them Chris Brown, Neo, all those guys just yeah. Uh, Chris Brown was the king. Chris Brown is the king of that one." <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. I think I think Ari Kelly, Ari Kelly had like a lot of hip hop elements in in R and B. I think yeah, he was, was like very separate, right? Very exactly. Usher, Usher was definitely the one who came to change it. Then Chris Brown just took it to a whole nother level, especially you know, after his um, after he was cancelled from like pop radio. You know, Chris, yeah. people don't know that Chris Brown was very pop. Like his first and second album, even the yes, third man. album, even the Graffiti album after the whole oh. incident, he was still like pop. They, they didn't they didn't allow him. It was like, you know what? Chris Brown said, bad, let, I'm a bad boy. Let me just go. Call me Tiger. Call me Tiger. Call me Lil Wayne. Call me all the Exactly. Tiger Lil Wayne. Come in, guys. Let's do this. And that was how he changed. Hip hop saved Chris Brown's career. Hip hop saved. Yeah, hip hop saved Chris Brown. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Hip hop saved his career. Easily. Shout out to Kevin McCall as well. Yeah, thank you. He was the one that wrote that was he was the one that wrote this is too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Do you know that's the Akeli song that makes me go mad? Like makes me go like how did he think of this? What I was wish no, did you ever think? Nah, that's you ever think? No, why? That's yeah. You know why? Yeah, that song had a rap hook. You are a singer and the song has a rap hook. Like who yeah. does that? Did you ever you not put Nas on it? Speech? Oh my did lord. Did you ever think you with this click? Did you ever think you get these dimes? Get <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, we, you know, we won't talk about, you know, he's that should be named. Things here. Yeah. But I just want to say, Mr. Sylvester is one person that nobody's going to go toe to toe with in a. Yeah, yeah. What do you call that? You can't go Sil- Sylvester, Robert Sylvester Kelly. Bro. His 90s records will kill you. Don't even go to 2000s. His 90s record will kill, will flame you. Mars was a problem. Was a problem. Yeah. When yeah. it's done, both ends. Done. <laughs> when it's done, you will not do. You save me. Yes. <laughs> that guy was a lunatic. He's, he's actually a crazy person. He's that a crazy was, person. He was dipping into the church and strip clubs at the same time. He will do it. Yeah, guys, they will not do. Guys, we've not, we've not introduced this episode of the podcast. I'm sorry. Oh, Please I'm sorry. Right. Please go ahead. Behaved. No, no, you guys, you're saying you are the, you are like the anchor of this show. 
You know, I don't, okay. don't you ever forget, please. Okay. <laughs> Matt, sorry. No, uh, All right. <laughs> and don't you ever forget. <laughs> All right, man. You're welcome to Loose Talk Podcast. Your weekly dose of everything, pop culture, yarns, motivation, anyhow, anyhow, where you want to take them. You know. Um, anyhow, you uh, want them. Anyhow, we no be anyhow. Dollar don't enter almost about okay. two thousand. Okay. okay, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, we are, hey, hey, we are winning on this mandate. One six on his mandate. Next week, one two on his mandate. We shall start. Shout out, shout out, shout out to you people and Binance. Shout out to <laughs> <laughs> but that's the finance yeah. again. <laughs> but yo, thank you guys for rocking with us. I want to give a quick shout out. Shout out to everybody. First of all, shout out to shout out to you guys. Ayo, Steve. You know, shout out to you guys. Thank you. And, uh, thank you. For, thank you for the shout out. Yeah, shout out. Thank you for recognizing you. us. It's been long that anybody recognized me for anything. Yeah, and all the paving of the way you've been paving, and nobody yeah. has. Thank you so much. Let's give everybody credit. Ten years from now, we'll not go on that. We'll not go on any on any Instagram live. I'll not be crying, crying, vexing with anybody. Please, I beg. Yeah, everybody I, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want to be that. You know. Nah. Um. There's a <laughs> there's a set. Sorry if you've not finished introducing the podcast, but there's a certain element of. L mentality that comes with just being that whiny, grumpy old guy <laughs> that's always complaining yeah. about things. You know, like I don't, I don't like the look at all of Idris or any other thing that you like. Every other person just let me, seeking let me for finish well. the this podcast. You see what I said? Let sorry. me. I, I want to finish. give you the shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nah, you won't collect them back from me. Which I don't feel sorry. You know, don't feel like Don't feel like that. Like that Kogi State governor. You want? <laughs> you don't. You know, be governor again. What you still do for here? What you still do? Sorry. Sorry. I still give you office of the former governor of so 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 states. You want to collect pension, collect salary? I beg. I want to give a special shout out to all our listeners who are the most important things. I'm sorry I called you our listeners, our giants. You know, for everybody listening in Texas, California, Maryland, New York, District of Columbia, all my people in Georgia, North Carolina, <laughs> Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Florida, Ohio. Shout out to you guys. I want to give a shout out to you guys. All my people in the UK, whether you're in England, you're in Scotland, you're in Wales, Northern Ireland, shout out to you guys as well. All my Canadian people, Ontario, British Columbia, Alberta, Quebec, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick. Shout out to you guys as well. All my people in Ghana. Huh? Shout out to you guys as well. All my people in Germany. Shout out to you guys. Berlin. Everybody in Ireland. So many people, man. So many people. All my people in in in, in Netherlands, Utrecht, um, Groningen, Drenthe, Amersfoort, Den Haag. Shout out to you guys. You said Den Haag. No, I said Den Haag. Okay. The G is like the G isn't like the G G. It's different. Uh, but yeah, shout out to everybody listening. It's been a year since we launched this podcast. It's been a year. Um, 50-something episodes now, about 50, 52 episodes, 52, 53 episodes, and, you know, magic numbers everywhere, man, we've done so many numbers, you know, so many downloads, so many listens, and, you know, just one year of rocking with you guys, it's been amazing for us as well, I think it's been very therapeutic for me, I would say, 
come in here every week just to catch up with my guys, talk about our lives, talk about the country, talk about music, pop culture, throwback, etc. And um, yeah, I want to say thank you. Thank you for rocking with us. You know, you could be listening to any other podcast, which I'm sure you guys do. Um, but <laughs> you could be listening to like an extra podcast, you know, and, and not not listening to us. But you guys are listening to us week in, week out. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you for the feedback. That's something, it's also something that really um, validates, you know, some of the stuff we do, right? When we get like feedback, whether it's through the fan mails, the DMs, or when we just interact with people we meet on the road or meeting, you know, in public. I want to give a shout out to you guys as well. Thank you so much. And please keep listening to us. Call us out on our BS. Tell us where you don't agree on things. That's what keeps it original and authentic. Um, Ayo and Steve, do you have anything to say on our one year anniversary? Many more years to go. <laughs> a, a man of very few words. Thank uh, you. Yeah, same here. Same Steve. here. Same here. Yeah, same here. Same. I was um before the I was really worried about what could be this world like what could be the, like the form of this podcast like what we'll be saying you know and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'm happy to see how we've evolved and um how everything like how the conversation is going and you know as people still enjoying our conversation. So so shout out to everybody. Um, God bless. Great, great, great. I put up a tweet about our uh, one-year anniversary, um, and a couple of people saw it and, you know, commented and gave us good props. Thank you for everybody who did that. There was one guy in particular who said, <laughs> and it was so funny because the guy was like, I don't care about, like, all these music things you guys talk about on this pod. Like, get straight to, like, the, I want to know what's happening in Nigeria. Like, give me the pop culture or whatever is happening in Nigeria. You will just start be talking about Lamide Emma and all these things. Like, who cares about your throwback and whatever? <laughs> I think the guy's name is nothing, yeah. none or something like that. Oh, wow. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Hey, man, do I have news for you, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be shocked. <laughs> you understand? We don't control it. We don't control it. We have a script we kind of follow, but the conversation we just had about Alter and all that, it's organic. very organic because we're having a conversation somewhere else and we just continue the conversation. And most times what happens before we even press record, we probably have 15 minutes conversation and then that's what kind of inspires how the podcast starts. So my brother, no vex. As you know, like I'm, some people like him. So just tell us what you want more and uh, we'll try as much as possible to, to deliver on it. Yeah. Where are we starting today? Are we starting with paving the way? What are we starting with? We'll start with them. Um, yeah, we'll start with Omalis. We we'll have to start with Omalis concerts. Internationally Because these Port guys, they, they seem that they are terrorists. Like, you know, if one of them, if the guy is not kicking you from the stage, or another one is picking your girl, like, that's so. That's a problem <laughs> out here, bro. Too I much. don't understand. That river, I know that riverside area, that water side area. Very <laughs> There's something in the water. There's something in the water in that place. I first thought oh, it was no. a, I first thought it was real. I thought it was like planned, you know. Like but seeing the reaction, bro. And actually when I saw the guy on our guy's streaming on Kai He's our guy. That's all I know. He's our yeah, guy. Guy, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have one more. This shit is real fam. It's real out here, fam. Mm. I, is someone going to give us a backstory for people okay, who are on Twitter now? Some people are on Twitter now. Some people are okay. on social media. Backstory. Omale yeah. with a new manager right now. Um, and, and that's a very key, 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 uh, key keyword there. Backstory. Story. Yeah. <laughs> In literally, triple entendre. So, Omale, you know, P 
PA's finest, one of the new boys of Afrobeats, you know, the new manager and everything. Um, currently, he's on a UK tour or European tour, and he stopped in somewhere in London to do his thing, fam. Yes. And as you know, now normally artists, you know, as they're feeling themselves, oh, any fine lady from stage, please, uh, any fine lady from the audience, please come on stage and, you know, let's work it out. And this lady was very eager, you know. Um, she got on stage, and uh, as she got on stage, all the cameras, all the video cameras, or phone cameras pointed to her boyfriend in the crowd. And people were laughing at him already. Mm -hmm. Then Omale went to do what every Tuzik Nigerian man who has money and power would do and to steal your woman for you, from you. And he didn't do it in private, he did it in public. You know, they even had the that Asha woke of her clothes. You know, if anybody has ever been to a brother before. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> I, I can't relate. I'm sorry. Okay. I shall walk over clothes. That white one. I will not say it's too wet. But like and a local brothel in a local brothel in a in in a lower class neighborhood in Nigeria, right? Yes. Thank you. You would have that kind of so where would you install that kind of uh, drape? Okay, where you're asking. You I thought you were emphasizing and you're trying to no. describe it. Based on, okay, you're asking. based on the architecture. As in, as, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I to cut you short before you start to describe for us. As you, as the leader, say, I'm quite disappointed because this is how. You <laughs> no, 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 no. I never, I never research. <laughs> in this case, I defer the title to Ayo for in this particular way. case. Ayo, you're the lead researcher. I'm not the lead researcher. Based on okay. UNO documentaries I have watched. Thank you. <laughs> okay. UNO that is locally produced documentaries. Yeah, very local. Okay. are not online, right? They no, this one's like that. You. But you were trying to watch it before of, they went extinct. No, this was back in the days of LTV AIT. Uh -huh. Okay. So, oh, well, no. so, all we could see was the silhouette. And I will best describe what those two people did, Omale and the young lady, as dry humping. It was very graphic. It was very, very X-rated, R18. I hope there are no kids in the audience. And basically, they stimulated sex, especially Nigeria's favorite position right now, or Gen Z's favorite <laughs> position. Nigeria's Gen <laughs> the, the, the behind. That's all I can say. I beg. The, how is the, it, how is the it back the shots. popular Gen Z? You don't... Osage, please. Um, I'm, I'm pleading the fifth. Don't just let us go there. I'm just oh, it's a thing. Fifth. Yes, now. You know, back then, when you used to watch films, when they are doing love scenes, mm -hmm. it's always missionary. Yeah. They're down yeah. again. Now, the default because position. Everything is toxic. Yes. It's assumed the arc position. The arc or hair. Not to confuse with Noah's arc. This one <laughs> because is the, that, that's the That's the most important arc. That's the only arc me I know as a man of God. That's but the apparently... Only, that's, the, that's the only arc me I want to get on top. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, there's another arc. And the young lady <laughs> did what she had to do. Well, I right? did. And while they were doing this, people were clowning the young man in the audience, even the security. Security that should be securing the venue. They were laughing at the young man. And, you know, it took like 48 hours for it to go viral. And the other videos of the guy walking solemn, solemnly <laughs> when the show was over. And we overhear the lady say, was it that bad to her friends? And as you know, Twitter erupted. Instagram went mad. Snapchat exploded. I don't know if Facebook has gotten it yet. <laughs> I think maybe this week Facebook will finally know what happened with Omali and the lady. And once again, we now see the power of Nigeria's um, soft power. Yeah. It went from the UK, black community in the UK to the black community in America. Now, the world's biggest streamer has taken upon himself 
to do like a sort of a competition for this guy. People were bringing out their own opinion, think pieces, their own counter viral videos of the whole thing. Rumors started that, oh, they're in a seven year relationship with the guys denied. I think it was not even up to a year, Seth. Yeah, and all that. So it's uh, it's been a week for Afrobeats guys, you know. And I don't like the fact that people who don't know Afrobeats in Nigeria were calling Omale a C-list artist. Come on now. Omale is the, the new boys in town. The boys that we are, take, we are going to take over. He's not a C-list artist. Yeah, so that's the summary of what went down uh, Afrobeats in the UK. Ladies and gentlemen. Afrobuck. 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 I mean, there's a reason why, <laughs> there's a reason why, you know, Omale is actually having a show in the UK. That's how big yeah. he is. Yeah, that's how big yeah. he is. Yeah, he's, uh, it was part. It was part. It was, it was a packed show. Of course. of course, he was in. He was in. Was that show in UK or in Amsterdam? Sorry, where was Les? It was Les in UK. It was, it was in the UK now. Okay, I thought UK. they said it was in Amsterdam and they flew. They flew like they were UK, but flew into. I, I don't know, but yeah, yeah somewhere in Europe. You know, Amale yeah, yeah. is like he's huge. His music is great. He's like you know he's, he's up UK. there. Top, top. He's UK. He's in UK. Okay, top yeah. top artist. Top top artist. Don't let's even joke around that. Top top artist, bro. He's um, what's, what's what's the code? What's the code for for this kind of scenario where you you and your partner you're going for a concert and maybe you know your partner is a fan of the artist and she or he wants to dance with the artist? Like, what's the code really? Like, is it um, allowed? Is it frowned upon? Like, what's your stand on it? Sagia <laughs> Longe. Before we even go to code, right? I want to talk about like the. Let's break down the scenario. Let's break it down scene by scene. Mm. Let's break it down. Okay. Director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you call that? Is it director's the one on one? The yeah, one on one director. The monologue or the, the conversation with the director. Well, you know, let's let's break it down scene by scene. First of all, is this the first time Omali is doing this? It's, it isn't the first time. No, no, I know he brings ladies on stage. To okay, the before this knowledge. video went viral, I think two days ago was on friday right before it went viral the video had circulated before but not from this perspective right so somebody yeah. tweeted that i just wanted to tell for me show that omali see what omali is doing to somebody's girlfriend or something like that it was i think there was footage me. from way back that showed yeah. the same drape and then the call the 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 white the white the white beam on them when they were doing that because mm -hmm. that video had already circulated a few yeah. days before so what happened on yeah. People started trying down angles. Storyline perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And so it then now it. happens that yeah. there's the, we now have the backstory of the dancing and everything where she leaves yeah. the the guy supposed boyfriend to stay yeah. blah 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 and all that, right? And then there's a focus on the guy, and the guy has the most dejected face ever <laughs> the funnest tweet I, the funnest tweet i saw concerning this was when another when when someone posted another angle of the guy's face and someone that said if he, even we have even vr does not have this so many angles <laughs> oh, like, and i thought about it i'm like is this oh, true? VR, no no VR no reach like this like that's how insane it is and and that, that angle has now been turned into a gift yeah, mm -hmm. it was used on football Twitter. When man, yeah, yeah, bro, Twitter is Twitter is, um, Twitter is the best thing on earth. Oh, my we, God. We've had this conversation of how like a meme originates from something and then can be used to portray like multiple yeah. stories. Across, across, yeah, across genres, across, yeah. A meme is the shortest form of a story. 
Yes, Easily. it is. It's a snapshot. Easily. And you get Easily. everything. You already understand what is going on here. It's crazy Easily. how you can put that, like, mind you loses, or they say someone is injured, and someone quotes that tweet with that meme, yes. and immediately it registers in your brain the message the person yes. transports across, and you already know the box is mad. Exactly. Yes. The concept of a meme is, is I don't know, it's, it's just it's the shortest form of a story. Anyways, yeah. So that's happening. The guy's face, he looks dejected. There's also another footage of when the guy's just wandering outside while the girl is catching up with her friends. Her friends yeah. are saying, hey, man, I think you overdid it. And she was like, oh, was I was it that bad? You know, having fun. <laughs> you know, having fun. And, you know, the guy's reeling in pain, just hanging around, waiting for her because they probably have to go home together. Again, yeah, shout out probably. to the young gentleman. It's not just going to leave the, the girl. Like, Post concerts can get a bit unsafe, man. So the guy's like, you know what? I brought you here. Might as well take you home. It's my duty. Yeah, it's my gentleman yeah, duty to take you back. Do you understand? So shout out to the young man, right? Also, now let's get into like nitty, uh, um, um, the nitty gritty. Nitty gritty. Thank you, uh, <laughs> my journalist. But like, I, I wanted to ask, what did yeah. you guys think this was planned or unplanned? Because I don't, I don't believe anything. Because of our media, my media, media background, I don't believe things happen organically like that. You know, right? It's I too it perfect. Your viral moment. I don't think it was planned. Same. I, I, I thought it was planned, but later on, I was like, nah, fam, nah. Yeah. This, this, this Especially seeing the guy on Kaisenet's show. Yeah, yeah seeing him on Kaisenet's show now confirmed like, no, this real. Yeah, because it wasn't planned. Because remember, we said the footage had come out before, days before, of from another angle. Then that now yeah. comes out, and that story goes out, and all that, right? First of all, I want to say. Everybody's talking about like, oh, the guy was grinding on the girl. I think people are only like taking it, like, blowing it out of proportion because like there's a boyfriend involved. Bro, oh, yes. What job Ruga oh, yes. shows now? Bro. What the girl and Umale were doing was child's play compared to what Bro, we see at Ruga shows. Two babas don't something like that, man. Two babas yeah. don't something like that before, no. Let's even say two babas is like older. I think it was either turned to DK the first time, then the other time when someone took over close, it was um, Densia or so. Remember yeah. that one? Like yeah. 2010 or something, right? Let's let's leave and leave all those ones. Let's talk about like Ruga <laughs> shows. No, Ruga when shows are dry humping. Jam, true jam, true Jamu dancehall concerts. Yeah, huh. So why? So is people are only freaking out now or this is just a good story, right? Or a wild story? Because yeah. there's a boyfriend involved. Yeah, the, the boyfriend right. context is there. Yes, definitely. Okay. And right. when you're in an exclusive relationship with somebody else, and you do that, that's yeah. that's why the thing went viral. That's why it's a viral moment. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I said, Ruga has been wilding. Yeah. You know, with with multiple women on stage. He's a normal thing for you. In short, most Afrobeats concerts, you come on stage, you know, do your mm -hmm. thing. Black yeah, I was doing crazy, crazy. Blackbones did his own yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I was the yeah, yeah, I was the biggest culprit of this. Every like, show, I, I think it's actually Ruga. Ruga is wild. No, don't forget, Black. Don't forget, the, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's because of I, I think it's, it's because of Twitter. That's why you guys think it's Ruga. Yeah, had a song to compliment, like um, that fits the yes, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what was crazy. <laughs> the scenario, yeah, yeah. 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 I this. Let me just put it that way. Yeah, yeah. touch me on stage. Yeah, you know. So okay, so to the main the main meet. Of the story now the guy and the babe steve asked the question like what's what are the, the rules of engagement here what's yeah. the code right if your girlfriend leaves you to go and dance on stage you know i, I try to think about it and come to like a reasonable conclusion and i can't because like every relationship differs 
do you know that uh, let, let me try and explain this well if if someone's girlfriend goes on stage and has a dance with like an artist that she likes and that's it she's going back to her boyfriend what's the big deal let me let me th- let me t- let me tell you my mind right mm-hmm. i feel this thing is specific when i was like 20 when i was like in uni maybe like it seems like 24 25 yeah i'm not sure i would have been angry if my girlfriend did that <laughs> yeah. for real 100 percent, like for 100 percent, right but as an as as a middle-aged guy right now um i'll feel the type of way it's never going to happen anyway because um we all have boundaries we have to communicate what we can mm-hmm. i cannot do right but i don't think at that time I, I don't know how young the guy is but the guest seemed pretty young um i think at that, at that age yeah, yeah at that, i think at that age you're allowed like it's, it's fine you know it's you, come, you came to a concert it's a, it's a memorable thing like he's a favorite artist you just danced and it's well, it's fine everybody goes on um, mm-hmm. but i think like when you start maturing a bit and the relationship gets start getting like a little bit serious you know stuff like that there should yeah. be boundaries um that's how i think it like that's how i that's what i think about the situation i feel i would have allowed it like it's something i wouldn't have mind like 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 10 years ago like 12 15 years ago mm-hmm. but right now i think you know it's, it's going to be an issue for me that's how i see it i don't know how you yeah. guys see it yeah yeah I, I i see i see your point there and i understand your point i think for me yeah. right it's she's going back home with me <laughs> So, yeah so there's no yeah that's not yeah you get like i'm, I'm the guy that's my babe okay yeah go dance and everything okay, there's this popular fine. joke there's, the, there's this popular joke uh, about an evil man who took his girlfriend to the club and you know some mix some guy was dancing in his club and i asked him you know how come other guys are dancing he said man it does not matter who danced with who what matters is who tickets who home <laughs> that was like the joke like then back in the days you know yeah yeah I understand so, what you're saying. so you know, that's how I, I, I kind of. That's how you it. take it. Yeah. I, I think what I was. The, the moves are too sultry. They are too just. Just not just dancing. This is just too. Not dance. She go dance now. Not dance. Not dance. Okay. That's it's not as crazy as the rugan. So it's all the boyfriends of the girlfriends that went on stage with the rugan. What do you want them to do? They should go and slit their wrists. It's true. It's true. Do you understand? That's how I'm looking at it now. Personally, right? The girl bent, did whatever. It's a that. That's the dance. I like. Um, concerts, I like our saga is very liberal. No, yeah, it's not about right. Libra or whatever, right? Think about it, right? Anybody that gets on stage there, that is how, because of the kind of song, the name of the song is Bend You. Yeah. But where did you go? Happen. Man, is that why is it you? Why were you so eager to be bent? Because he's a fan. You can't be a fan of all these liberal things when they talk. You can't be a fan of something. Your girlfriend is a fan of. Think about it. Let's let's go into our own like set, right? Imagine mm. we're a bit younger and Craig David was on stage and you had a girlfriend and your girlfriend you get david got your girlfriend on stage and you know wander around and did something like that and she was excited and she's going back to use your girl now what is painful is that the spotlight was put on the guy the guy has become a meme those are the things that will be annoying me mm-hmm. do you understand like how am i the center of attraction and why am i being ridiculed here because the guy is being unfairly ridiculed he's been turned into yeah. a worldwide meme he has been, he has been turned to a cock do you understand? For allowing his girlfriend to go on stage, they, they demasculate the guy on top waiting. Now waiting go they pay me be that. In fact, now waiting go even pay me to the point where I go look the babe say, see waiting happen now. You go on stage, then they laugh, then they laugh me. Not really some an artist is dancing with someone on stage. My brothers, my brothers listening. 
Don't be insecure. Yeah. So again, I'm insecure. I'm insecure. I'm insecure. Wait, wait, hold on. What's that again? That guy, shout out to you. Because I know I am in tire in the UK. Security is very... Yes. Security is great in the UK. There's no wala. It's not as if you are going to uh, Elego Shibito. As yeah. you enter that stage, I don't book my Uber. Bro, I don't give a fuck. You've already said that this is the life you want to live. And this is not my life. To I that agree. Agree. Seen, follow, Omale, no. follow Omale to the backstage. Uh-huh. you're saying that you have a girlfriend that you are yes. dating right yes so you've been dating her for two years ride or die babe yes. omale is our biggest fan she goes on stage she has you guys went pre-drinks i'm a biggest fan did- osagi yeah. i'm a biggest fan i'm your pastor your best friend your biggest and you, i'm your artist there's nothing sorry yeah. i don't play that shit bro i don't play that shit bro because now from dance you know, bro, you busy. We are entertainment journalists now. We know what these guys they do to other people, girlfriend and wives. Like, no, 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 no. Just they go. Thank you, thank you. You know, it was a nice time knowing you. It was good. Thanks for the memories. Peace out. So you are telling me now that if that girl goes back to the guy, which they probably went home together or whatever, if they didn't, I don't know. But let's say they went home together and everything, and. The girl wants to continue a relationship with the guy. The girl now say no. You went on stage and danced with Omale. I can't date you anymore. Bro, to God be the glory. She didn't leave him for Omale. She didn't leave him. Omale went backstage and went on with his own life. And you were grinding. Like, you were grinding genitals with Omale. Come on. You guys are overthinking this. This is an exclusive I like, relationship. I like, Steve, I like what Steve said. What did Steve say? Because Steve can be funny. What did Steve? Steve can be woke. Younger. Steve can be Steve, alter. Steve said, Steve said when we were younger. How old am I? Like. Right? Like getting older now, right? You built a relationship with someone you don't expect the person you're dating. Guys, I, if I, I think Steve and I were saying yeah. what's the thing now, right? In the dating pool with the age range of people we'll be dating everything, we don't expect that kind of person to be going on stage. First of like, all, exactly, yeah, first exactly of all. at this age, you this understand. Is we should have younger like, men for you should be able to control your excitement over meeting somebody men. over your personalities or anything. Please, yeah. Let me just give you the honest advice. Because me, I see the industry, this to know the industry again. <laughs> when, you are screaming, when you are screaming babes eh, for dating or anything please make sure she's not a fan of anybody trust oh, me no, no. trust me highest <laughs> let her be the fan of all this k-pop or all this k-drama because leave me who you know they call nigeria <laughs> leave me who is not owing in nigeria and she doesn't have the money to go to south korea to go and watch to go and watch any of his films Simple as that. If somebody if blow the time say, Oh, I like whiskey. Whiskey is so bro. Baba, hmm, may we not top us that one. Please. All these artists, you know what's in the apple. I beg of you in the name of God. For your sanity. <laughs> the world is already against you, young man. Dollar is rising. Okay, it has reduced to one five now. I got a lot. It has reduced to one five. But please, yeah. I'm begging. Yes, it's one five now. Nah, still, nah, still, still, I've, yeah. I've got that's dope. dope. That's dope. I've, that's dope. You know, I don't know why. I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> I have to tell Dato. Okay. I said they 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 drop on for me. So please, young man, women that gravitate towards entertainment too much. I there's a reason why you bad people say the woman that you meet on the dance floor. Hey, 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 Yes, now uh, I, I cheated. Um, now I put it on my Instagram story now, and people are hitting me up. People are hitting me up. It's true. 
I'll send it please, to you. Please, please, please. Let me hear it again. Let me hear it again. Just hear, let me yeah, hear it again. Let me look for it. It's not alpha. I don't even. <laughs> this is incredible. This is incredible. So our OGs, this thing happened to our OGs, bro. Because for somebody to come up with that time, but they don't dance with one old and uh, traditional musician. You think Sonia Ade is innocent? You think that Sonia Ade and Obi are innocent people? Do you think Noah's Ark, after Noah's Ark, Noah's Ark came before this Omalay's Ark? Where is that tweet? Anyway. So what? this is the story. Let me give it to you. According to Oduduwa, 1806 BC, a wife that you married through dancing exploits will yet elope with a better dancer. Simple as, bro. That is what they know the wife bodies for night, bro. I don't tell you all these ones that they are giving you all these uh, one thing, one thing, one thing. Um, uh, I'm giving you survivor tips here, my bro. Because <laughs> that babe that you like, that is your girlfriend, December will come, she won't pick your call. Next thing you see her with all our big artists in all these private island resorts, slaughtering and dicing your babe, bro. A word is bro, it's cold out here, fam. Uh -huh. As a young man, think of your life. Any baby you want to date, let her like Ron Kennelly, Don Moy, all those niggas. Kirk Franklin, ah, yes. Don Williams. Don Williams. I don't even trust Nigerian gospel singers. Because Nigerian gospel singers are moving funny too. Nigerian gospel singers move funny too. Please. I'm begging the name of God. So that you'll be a meme in life. Please. Thank you. You know the ones that are crazy? What? You know what they used to say back then? Like, don't date any girl who, who, who knows any artist on first name basis. Ah, uh, so I, I, I like, I like Ayo. I like David. Oh, bro, just bro. <laughs> well, I was saying, yeah, David, David, who David? <laughs> bro, if if thirty million guys don't call you David. Oh God! Yeah, that, that one is always that one is always crazy. Everybody just say first name basis. Oh, um, <laughs> where? Bro, it's over. Okay. It's over. All right. I still stick. To, I still stick to what I'm saying, and I, I understand what you're saying. And maybe young people should listen to Iron more. But uh, you know, if you see it from my point of view, again, it depends on the relationship no. dynamic. I was at a show yesterday, and I can yes. bet you what I saw backstage. Yes. There are people's girlfriends there. As mm. boys go say, "This is my, this is my loving. I want to marry her and everything, bro." Yeah. These girls act different when they see GLEs and Mercedes. Other Mercedes Benz cars pull up, and they beg in the name of God. I they beg you, look for girl. Give, 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 give us some stuff you saw yesterday. You don't need to go into like. No, I was actually quite busy, so I just saw glances. That's all I'm saying, because I'll run up and down. But once I get a new one, I'll give you guys a accurate blow by blow account. All I can tell you is, bros, do not be the guy that they use as a meme. That's what I'm telling you. There are women here. There are women here would like Omale, but they don't just freak and say, "Oh, Omale." Yeah, I like on my leave, finish. Uh -huh. Secondly, if you are going to concert as a guy, eh, I beg of you, if you must go with your partner, please go to VIP. VIP is up. On my leave, no, no Nigerian artist is going up to the VIP. This is not a co-hotel. A co-hotel is different. Uh -huh. And in a co-hotel, you know they don't try it. Because now governor girlfriend you won't dance with. You go collect slap. You go sleep for you go sleep for God room. God no. <laughs> I know artists that have been slapped in the wrong place. The wrong girl, that's your guys' babe. And you will collect slap. They're live on stage. Uh -huh. Those are my oh, survival wow. tips. Surviving Afrobeats is a documentary that is coming soon. <laughs> I'm telling you guys. <laughs> in the next 10 years, men will come out and speak. Okay. Hi. My name is, my name is um, Frank. And um, I survived Afrobeats. Yeah.
you survive Tell be. us what happened. You know, and then the background be on 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 <laughs> on February twenty four. <laughs> Frank and his then girlfriend went to a show in the UK. That is where it all started. Can you hear the background music? <laughs> Anyways, man. Ah, crazy, crazy stuff. Crazy. What a viral moment. And uh, yeah. shout out to the young man. I just don't like how... Yeah, think of his mental health. Yeah, like everybody says, oh, let's be kind to people on the internet, right? Let's be kind to people on the internet. Let's show love. Let's do this. Everybody acknowledges that the guy is the protagonist in the story, right? Or he's the one yeah. that has been aggrieved, right? But everybody is clowning him. And the lady now turns to the anti-hero. It was a lady in this, it was a lady that was the so-called victim here. People that rallied with her. Sister, you can do better. Go for a king, blah, blah, blah. A man that respects you. Where's a man now? Everybody yeah, I, I, like, I don't like how the young man... And See, we know the effect of these things. We've been in media, we've gone viral. Like We know the effect of these things. The effect oh. of it, there's no positive outlook from this thing. No, none. It's, it's not positive. It's just digital embarrassment and... Except you are shameless. If you are shameless, there's... Yeah. Once you, you are shameless, shameless yeah. own it. You know, but if you don't have that shameless quality and you're just a young man, and that guy's a young guy, the way the thing will even hit him, you know, you're not prepared for this thing. Yeah, you're not Guys, prepared now. People like us, we can already... We can already... um, What do you call it? We can already see and... We, we know when we are going to have a viral moment. Yeah. We already know. We we see the indices. We see we see we see it already. We already see it. So this guy just wakes up one morning, goes to bed, probably goes to bed. In fact, it was two, three days after the video comes out and everything is just going. So your parents are calling you. Yeah. Your your, your uncles, your aunties, your siblings, your, your friends. Bro, let me tell you what virality does. If you guys don't understand, I've gone viral a couple of times, and even not for when I mean going viral, not even like the crazy stuff that happened. Just Insta blog Niger put one of my videos out, or like Olorisi yeah. put one of my videos out. I'm telling you, people from your secondary school are co reaching out to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. People not spoken to in years. Yes. The amount of people, so you know how we live our lives. You live your life in like a bubble. And so it's the people that you interact with daily that you think are the only people that kind of see you and interact with you. You kind of block out a lot of other people, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What virality then does is somebody from 16 years ago in your life still connects with you, sees it, reaches out to you, and then spread that times what? Maybe like 500 people. And then yeah. these people are reaching out to you. Then you have random people. So that's one set of people in the virality pool, right? That are now reaching out to you. Oh, yeah. up. Ah, this. Oh, this. I remember me. Ah, oh, I see you here. Then they're sharing it to you like it's the first time that you are receiving the the post or whatever. That's happening. Yeah. Second set mm -hmm. of people are the random strangers that you have no business with that have no business with you that suddenly have an opinion over your life yeah. over your inaction action or inaction mm -hmm. everything the guy did there was inaction yeah. there was no action he just yeah it was just he was a, he was a passerby he was he saw what was going on he shook his head he shook his head that way we can't even interpret what he was what was going on through his mind yeah yeah you understand yeah. but everybody yeah. immediately starts to judge so that yeah. second set of things going on you're seeing it on social media like who is this person why do you have this opinion on me then the third set of people, the ones that will create the content over your head. Oh, yeah. yes, man. 
Oh, God. Other niggas make millions. Other niggas make millions. Yeah, I'm not of some niggas make memes. The ones that just switch on the camera. Oh, I know you guys have seen this video, then here are my thoughts. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Who are you to not give thoughts? Like, who designated you the thought giver or the thought sharer? Yeah. You're just feeling off. You want to get the class, so you're feeling off somebody's pain. Yeah, and maybe we two are grifters because we're discussing it right now. You get my point. The yeah, ones yeah. that are creating the content specifically to grow a fan base, specifically to grow whatever, right? Using yeah. that using the opportunity of that incident. Yes, and you know, crucifying somewhat yeah. crucifying that person. The Even ones the that chop it up. And that's 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 the internet for you. Even the lady. Yeah. 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 I saw a popular course, Instagram account. They now put up our videos. Like they now started putting up our identity. I don't think that's necessary, bro. Do, th- yeah. Like they start, they start. Uh, what they call it? They start doxing you. They start. Do- they yeah. find bro, previous content. At some point, you have to close the comments. Your previous content. Yeah, that they're not judge of that. That don't correlate to that, and then they find a way to twist it to make it correlate. So I don't. It's evil, guys. Bro, it's evil. There's no need for you it's to make an account or of or photos out again. That's happened. That's happened. Yeah. You know, it's a moment. This will not be hovering over our head for for life. At the end of the day, then, then there are the wild ones. So we've done with the grifters. Then there are just the wild ones, the ones that will go and open fake accounts of those people. Oh, they did already. She already, so has, like, four, she already has like four fake Instagram accounts. Like, fam. I need like so. I'm in the last one year, so like I've been very, very like interested in, like in psychology, human psychology. And stuff like that. Like I'm looking forward to, you know, that that not many of them, that a few, but there are a lot in research and works. I'm looking forward to like what social media has changed humans psychologically, like how people act just because of social media. The next five years, six years, seven years, there are lots of, there's a lot there are a lot of research is like research happening now. People are doing a lot of research. So the papers are going to come out like four or five years then. I can't wait. Because the way people think just because of social media. It's really interesting. And we as millennials, we were able to, if you look at it, we were able to manage these things because we lived both worlds. We live in a world where... We didn't manage it, we though. We didn't manage it. We some did. of us, some of, no, we have not managed it well, bro. All the people that are posting their children, people are putting up the digital identity of all their children. It's millennials now. Millennials are That's the crazy true. people now. It's the Gen X's and, well, the, the baby boomers, they don't understand the technology of now that well, right? They don't understand bro. it, yeah, yeah. After WhatsApp and Facebook, my mama don't understand it again. yeah. The, the Gen X is some do, some don't, right? Yeah. The baby mamas are also wa- doing crazy stuff, putting so, up stuff. I understand like, what Steve is trying to say. Understand what yeah, I'm, I'm just the later millennials, the later millennials like us that we struggle to even put up our phone, like we are in a popular place to even look at our phone. Yes. Older millennials, we are not digital like natives like that. It's not instinctive for yeah. us. But those yeah. are like it's something you just have to do just because you have to do it. Yeah. yeah but those are like, like the younger millennials yeah. are the ones that are yeah. boom, boom. Bro, bro. But, but even older millennials, they fuck up too. Yeah, older millennials that are bro. People. Bro, of course, of course. Yeah. There's no totality. Yeah, there's no totality in. Bro, there's no yeah. totality in like in, 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 in any arguments like that, right? Yeah, baby boomers yeah. are cloud chasers too on 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 social media. Yes. Yeah. There's a subset of the millennials who like saw it and like, nah, this doesn't make sense. Like, how do I move well? Yeah, you understand? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But what Steve, I think what you're saying is that the Gen Zs, those ones are even just entrusted into it. There's oh, no one at all. They didn't know like, yeah, so they, they didn't, they like, didn't leave the like, other world where you didn't have like social media, you didn't have to like put your thoughts, you like you know, you didn't have access to people's thoughts uh, every day, right? We're able to like we I, I knew that world. 
you know, I don't know how these people are coping because it's insane. Like the kind of things I see on social media, especially when things like this happen, you just know that like people have lost themselves and they are living in a different world, which is like this digital world, you know. And I wonder how it's going to like affect them in terms of like raising children. Like I, I'm, li- I'm looking forward to see like you know reports you know like that to see how it, future, how humans yeah. have changed. Yeah. In the future, we're going to see young people who their parents use as social media content start suing their parents. Yes. Yes, it's going to happen. Yes, that's going to it's going to happen too. Like people, young people, like young people just growing up, suddenly turning eighteen to realize that they they've been in the public since they became like babies, went viral and all that stuff against their rights. Right? Yeah, the digital identity has been sacrificed. Sacrifice. Yeah. You know, so I'm looking for, for yeah, man. Sacrifice. Sorry, sacrifice for seconds of fame because right. that's the only reason why and a then, new baby is born. Eh? A new baby is born. The second minute, the picture of the new baby is on the internet. It's crazy. It's an account. With an account ready to go. <laughs> like, bro, come on now. You know, so yeah, you're right. I'm looking forward to the impact of what social media, the internet and just internet, you know, social media has done. Yeah. Did you see that news about New York? Where they said there's a lawsuit against all the social media apps for what it has done to the mental health of teenagers. So this week, they, they launched like a class lawsuit against all the yeah, popular... Wow. All the popular, all popular apps, social, yeah, all social apps, media apps. Yeah, because of it is not right, I, I don't think yeah. a young person should be on social media. I believe so. I truly do. I believe so. Like, there's no. Point. It's insane, bro. I don't know why bro. you have an account for by ten years old. By ten, I don't when know why. Bro, bro ten, ten year olds are all over TikTok. Bro, now then get Secondary school. See, let me tell you, Nigerian secondary school, bro. Trust me, Nigerian secondary school students, right? are huge on youtube and tiktok like they have tiktok ac- accounts like but i've seen i've seen pe- i've seen like several no, parents complaining that they treated their kids are on tiktok what's a 10 year old having access to that kind of app for and you know that tiktok is not the safest once you enter yeah. the dark space of the algorithm your algorithm changes and you start seeing some shit that you're not meant to see yeah i saw something a while ago and I know these platforms won't do it because everybody is trying to acquire users different yeah, ways. Commercialization. That's the race one, yeah. I said, if you want to own a social media account, it should be the same way you own a bank account. Yeah. You need yeah. to put like... No, that's where the yeah, internet is going. You need to put like your, your, your identification, mm-hmm. right? Proper identification. And you shouldn't be able to open like more than a certain number of accounts. Yeah. So that is what Twitter is wants to, Elon Musk wants to do, but they are afraid of people not living. That's the thing, because you know internet still gives you anonymity. Look at this whole thing. It with shut Peruzzi. down a lot of bot accounts, though. It shut down a lot it of did, bot did. accounts. Look at what happened to Peruzzi over the week. Somebody just edited something, put it out there because he thought he was anonymous, I'm, and I'm they found the guy. They found the guy. guy. I'm, I'm, because that is not going to stop a lot of other people to do, you know, from doing something stupid as that. Yeah. You know, yeah. they found the boy. It's just a young. It's just a young guy that thinks everything is a joke. And guess why? He's doing it for clout. He needs that check at the end of the month. Let me just look for something that will just trigger five million views. For five million, uh, this thing, impressions. Where we go? Like, how's how are we going to stop? When is this? You know, and it's not stopping anytime soon, right? Because another platform is going to come. Bro, and that one is even going to be more immersive. That one is going to be more immersive than any of the social media platforms we have, right? It's here already. Everyone, ready, ready player one. Yeah, yeah, bro. That is where Apple is going to their headsets. 
Have you seen how immersive that thing is? Mm -hmm. That is where we are going to. Where everything hmm. will be boom. That is where we are heading to. VR is going to be heavy. So if you are not on VR, it's like you don't exist. You have to content, con con create content for that. Because you got to get into that world. Yes, now. Because everything so will happen in that world. And what will happen, what would then happen in Nigeria is what has always been happening, right? You then have um, VR headset shops, VR shops. Oh, yes. Because a lot of people won't be able to afford yeah. the um, hardware. Yeah, so yeah. to access, it's mad though. This is all back to cyber it's cafe. cafe now, people, yes. Right? Because you need to access that world. So you go there, they will have all the headsets. Then you go, yeah. then you wear the headsets. Yeah. You, you can do like an app. Yeah. yeah, you log into you your, your password. And then they log you in, and then you can do like two hours of in another world. They come and take it off, then go back to your normal world. Yeah. And then it becomes very addictive. This is what the internet was back then. Yeah. The more things change, the more they say the same. Yeah, it's just the yeah. It's crazy wow. in these internet times. You can't you can't hide. You can't just it forces you to be this thing. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Amale and the Ark. Shout out to Amale and you know everybody. Shout out to everybody. That uh, yeah, man. Artwork. That artwork this they time did. We'll talk Too about hard. Idris Abdul Karim. Idris Abdul Karim's yeah, so interview. From, from bending and the OGs are wild. <laughs> from bending the arc to bending the truth. What was that thing that Drake said? <laughs> the same when the OGs act like broad or something like that. Yeah. You know? okay. yeah. First of all, where do we? Why do we even tackle this one? Because the series of events that we're just bringing up, the it's timeline too, it's is too like you don't plenty, bro. If they told yeah, me, uh, what's his name? It, uh, sorry, what's his name? Idris uh, Interview started all this. Daddy Freeze. Daddy Freeze is what's the name of the the is Avenger it, superhero? Uh, Thanos. No, 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 Doc, no uh, Doctor Max. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah. You know how they used to. Uh, um, introduced trailers back in the 90s. I don't mm -hmm. know if you guys can remember. It was, like, was always one white American with a dark voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that his voice. Be, Daddy Freeze is Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy Freeze is Doctor Strange because he's the one manipulating the timelines. Yeah. He's, he's just manipulating all the timelines. He's bringing it. The only person he doesn't have is Keke and Dewan. Those are the people he hasn't brought on at this level. Man. Yeah. Shout out to Daddy Freeze. He's, he's actually done, you know, this week has been one of his busiest weeks. Uh, back to back yeah. interviews, lives, bringing everybody on the live. And that's the power of technology. I yeah. was watching um, an interview with, I think it was so, so, so Bericon, yeah. where he was talking about um, radio and the power of radio, right? And mm -hmm. then they went into like how Nidu, what Nidu is doing at the Honest Bunch and what he is doing on his own on his own platform and that you know interestingly both of them were from radio yeah. how you realize that radio is i won't say dying format or dying media because people like to say that radio is dying no, radio it's is just dying. No, radio it's is just dying. limited in kind of like conversation formats and there are other media um formats or medium yeah, yeah that are rising you know don't just say radio is dying yeah. Radio yeah. is huge in Nigeria. Well, radio is very severe, huge. Yeah, yeah. The, the, Steve and I had one whole argument. Was it TV? We have, have that's TV. About. That's NT. No, that's TV. That's radio yeah. is. Do you know the biggest radio station in Nigeria? Is um. I know, I know. Me, I know. It's going to be a, a pigeon English. Pigeon English radio station. Pigeon is bringing native language. language. It can't be an English speaking radio. 
Yeah, you guys are absolutely right. Bond FM, 92.5. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, funny enough, the hip and cool stations are just cool, but they don't get a lot of mileage. Yeah. yeah. Now, VI FM. stations, VI and Lekki stations. <laughs> so, yeah, um, bro. You know, when, you know, see, you know, now people when they know the trenches, no, they know all these things. Look at the, listen to the bus, look, listen to the radio station, that is, the station that is on when you enter a damn phone. Yeah, or, like when you just see random people early in the morning, or you see random people just talking, you just or listen to the radio and just see the kind of people calling, right? If you listen to like Beat FM, you see like cool guys calling. How many you know what I mean? Or the, the Twitter the Twitter group calling, but you want you listen to like Wazobia, you listen to Brilla, you listen to like Bro, God damn, you know. So yeah, but back to this thing, Bonds. I think yeah. what triggered this whole thing was the Charlie Boy the it Charlie is. Boy interview. When yeah. he when he talked yeah. about the Idris thing, and Idris was pissed. Idris now got yeah, that's like, yeah. Idris all, came came on the show. Shout out to the honest bunch because if you watch that yeah. interview, they did their work first before they got they to the, that work. part that triggered this whole issue was at the end. Idris yeah. narrated everything according to his own timeline of you know him. They follow the they follow the timeline of. Although they're not like really versed like in terms in terms of music, like how all the sequence of you know events happened, but they like mm-hmm. to like really gradually build the conversation. Remember there's a there's a time where Idris wants to say talk about something. The guy will say, No, no, no. We we are coming to that. We are coming to that. You know, that's good interviewing. You yeah. Know? Don't Just rush to make everything balanced and sequenced. Yeah, I really like that from the for them. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah. Um, they, they, they did a good job. They did a good job. You know, granted, I think we were just music heads. Um, I remember yeah, he exactly. Was yeah, he's yeah. He was like, man, this timeline is a bit messed <laughs> up. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but like I just said, I just said, we watched the, uh, the, the first one hour. And yeah. if you, you really enjoy it. And I, I, I put it on and I listened to it and I enjoyed the first, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed so it. I listened to know yeah. 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 I know some of those stories because people who know Idris, because Idris has told some people those stories. So they've told me those stories. Yeah. Like the one where he was trying to get Libya and all that. Oh, that one, I know that story well. That one. But like just meeting people and all that, it was it was really good to, you know, to hear somebody who came in the game over 20 years ago, right? 25 years ago in the game and how things started back then. A lot of people... I mean, we were even privileged, right? Because we know some of these stories. So people have no idea what these stories about. Bro. And then they're listening to you for the first time. Some kids that don't know all these things at all. Like a lot of them that don't know what. Yeah, it's like listening to like a Tupac interview. And Tupac is telling you how he started with Digital Underground and ETC, ETC. You're going to be locked in. You know, there have been interviews like that where we've shared amongst ourselves like, whoa, this is the true backstory. Yeah. So it's good for people to talk. I want more people to talk. Because if you don't know where you're coming from, you don't know where you're going to. Obiasi can say something that we shall allow all the OGs to talk. And from their different perspectives, we cannot find the common truth. We'll know which one is, obviously, we'll know the ones that are blending and the ones that should be left out. So let people come out and tell that story. Which is right up his alley and which you've collaborated with him on. That's the format you take when you are trying to build a documentary. You just allow everybody to talk. 
and then you start to see the central truth yeah. from what everybody says. Oh, I came yeah. in the room. What was the color of the room? Black. I was wearing leather pants. I slapped this guy. Oh, no, you didn't slap this guy. You, you did this. What was the color of the room, guy? It was black. Yeah. Central yeah. truth. The color of the room was black. black. That's confirmed. Do you understand? That's confirmed. Uh -huh. And then you yeah. start to circle and create Venn diagrams in everybody's yeah, stories. Yeah. And the yeah. bigger the Venn diagram is, you know, you know that, okay, these are the truths. These are the truths. And then you can then take a story and Atom form. It. And yeah. in that part of the story, you can then add, you know, there'll be additives to say, oh, this is what this person said. We can't confirm. This is what this person that said. We person can't said. confirm. Yeah. For us, three of us, right? If we tell the, how, like, loose talk was originated, we'll say it from our perspectives. And oh, shout, yeah. out to, shout out to Chooks Odo, fame maker. Shout mm. out to Chooks because we had, a, we had like, a two-hour conversation just about music and the origin you know the origin of nigerian music afro btc and of course our conversations dealt into stuff that are more personal but he says something that is very important he said if i get into a building and i go into two rooms right and i leave the building i'm going to tell my story of how i got into two rooms and what i saw in those two rooms yeah. right someone down who was in the same building with you but entered the third room is going to have a different perspective definitely Right, so you can go. Oh, I went into this room. There was no gold here. I went in the first room, second room. I left, no gold. Someone else is going to say, "I entered the third room. There was gold. What are you talking about?" Yeah. And that is some of the things. Those are some of the things we've seen in like all the interviews that have happened. Right, they are just like different perspectives. Someone was here. Someone was not there. Etc. Etc. But let's get into it. So Charlie Boy does the honest bond. Shout out to the honest bond, Nedu and the team. Love you guys. Yeah. And shout out to the whole Glitch family as well. I think since they launched they've been very consistent and you know how hard it is like to build a production house and be consistent with it yeah so shout out to shout out to the glitch family as well shout out to um everybody there so charlie boy does his interview bounces idris comes because he wants to put out like a rebuttal right does his backstory and puts out the rebuttal everything is still revolving around the whole um the show that happened the star maga jam show that happened right mm -hmm. oh, wow. the real story that happened oh they got into the plane. There was a fight. Etc. Etc. Someone took the footage. Didn't let the footage come out. Um, that's what he just claims, right? And uh, he's saying that Charlie Boy stabbed him in the back. Went to use his footage, the footage to renegotiate, yeah. and you know get paid. Idris was blacklisted. One thing we know for sure is Idris was blacklisted because after the 2004 Jaga Jaga album, a lot yep. of things happened in 2004 for him. Idris was like a mega rise. Idris was the hottest. Even after the whole. Rugged man dissing Idris and everything. Is he abundance? It, it was in the hip hop community. Let's not forget, that, right? Yeah, yeah. I was rejected. I was watching yeah. DBN and Imao Goli. Shout out to Imao Goli. Um, he had a show on Friday night. No, it's not he DBN. Rugged man. It's MBI Grooveoids. Sorry, sorry, Grooveoids. Minari Broadcasting International. Yeah. MBI. Yeah, MBI. Uh, yeah, I think, thank, see, see why we need, lead researcher, what, you, just, you almost let me just go there. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Lead researcher of four. <laughs> no, this is Lagos history now. I can't tell Lagos history when Lagos are here. Lagos oh, no. No, 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 it wasn't popular. It wasn't popular. But I, I knew, we knew of it, but it wasn't something we were getting. Thank you, Ayo. I almost, I almost got it there. Shout out to, so MBI, right? And, he played Rugged Man's in here, and then he played Idris's uh, uh, show, right? Back to back, and it was like, guys, you judge. So even in the heat of it, right? Where Rugged Man, and we thought Rugged Man was killing Idris, 
Idris was hot as he ever, he like was, yeah. fire, right? So he drops Jaga Jaga. The, the the thing happens with the plane and all that gets blacklisted by the company. You know the company is controlling resources. You know how it is when you get blacklisted. Yeah. At times the, the blacklist does not even need to get to some people. They just see that some person is not messing with you anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I know just they evolve. Now, so the industry bill is very fickle. Today mm. you are here, tomorrow you are not. Yeah, We've seen this happen, right? And then he also gets the attention of the president who publicly, publicly, uh, you know, rebukes him. And I think that was also very bad for his career, right? Because nobody wants to touch who Obasanjo has said, your mama, your papa, jaga, jaga. Mm-hmm. To be very honest. And we don't even know the backstory. There's a backstory of, you know, him visiting Obasanjo, whatever, whatever. Remember the follow-up album? Remember the name of the follow-up album? What was the name? Which has, like, an iconic album cover, by the way. It's called Letter to Mr. President. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had left Kenny's music by then, and that was when he started La Cream. Yeah, La Cream And records. he then dropped Letter to Mr. President, right? It was not a successful album. I'll put, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you guys straight up. They didn't have, like, the general thing Idris albums will have, which is, like, two, three banging singles, two, yeah. three mad videos, blah, blah, blah. He didn't have it. It was the follow-up album, which is um, The King is Back, mm-hmm. that now had Kole Yinwon with Rugged Man, and had Last Man Standing. Yeah. That he shot two videos for. So his career kind of knows dived after Jaga Jaga. And then you can see where that whole animosity for like the people who he thinks messed him up comes from. And I don't think he's let it go since then because every other person around him kind of moved on to go and do greater things, whether it was like the two faces and co, the Tony Tetwillers and co and everything. And he's just left in the mud. And he's just like, I walked, I, I like I walked for this thing and I did a lot for this thing and I'm not getting any recognition right but i think my own feedback to idris like first of all and he said it on the jimmy jad second the jimmy jad album the industry album he said it he said once i was a king now i'm a king maker i think you've evolved like legends are legends whether you know people want to agree or not i feel like he's evolved past trying to you know demand accolades from anybody yeah like it's written already it's etched in the stone you are a legend. You built this thing. We've talked about it hundreds of times on this pod. So I don't think you should get mad. I think I, I, I definitely know why a lot of like the older artists and you know they can feel a bit salty about a, a few things. Yeah. It's because the success of what is happening now, a lot of it was built on their backbones. Yeah. They toiled for most of these things, and they didn't reap some of the things that these guys are enjoying. Mm-hmm. And then we are in an industry where sorry guys again because we do not have an infrastructure you there, there's no pipeline that can flow backwards to them yeah there's no structure you get so, uh, well, so when when osage me when osage says pipeline there's so many things like royalties like um like yeah publishing rights and stuff like that you're going on tour so, again like a greatest hit store imagine all the guys in like the that. late 90s yeah. go on tour there's no structure for them to continually to earn money from what they have done yeah you know, they, they made the money, they made the money, you know. But in America and other countries, what happens is that there's this thing that exists where no matter how bad it gets, you still be any money. There's like a tour, there's something else. Like, if Idris wants to tour this country now, say, if he wants to tour like a, a 500 venue event, like a 500, you know, um, 500 capacity events, right? 
the logistics for him to do it is so difficult. He might just, even lose just, 500, just 500. Just 500. I'm just saying just 500. That's how insane it is for a country to have to be there. We don't have that infrastructure yeah. for people to do things like that. Yeah. In America, in America, Buster Rhyme, Buster Rhyme went on a, on a world tour with 50 cents like about f- four months ago. And you just imagine the kind of money he's going to make. And that's Buster Rhymes that has been an artist since 1990, 1990, 1991. Yeah. You know, run DMC, they still go on tour in America. Very well. You know, there's there's something called a Vegas residency that I washed up artists used to go. Like these are like the infrastructures that we keep talking about that we don't yeah. have. You know, just to like to clarify that. Yeah, and, and to add to that, right, it's very sad because beyond like the infrastructure and all that, there's also something we've mentioned on this podcast. Nigeria punishes you if you are not in, in demand. Yeah. In fact, it's not even punished. They disregard you. They throw you away. (laughs) Yes, they throw you away. There's no reason why a brand cannot collaborate with Tony, Idris, Blackface, like any of the legacy artists from like 99 to 2004. Don't let us even start with them, the band, right? Just even those guys, right? If they say, oh, we want to go on a 20-city tour, there are people that are ready to listen to the music. There's like the audience, the older audience, right? But there's no brand that is even willing to take the chance. The brand is saying, man, just give me Joe the hot boy. boy. Give, me, give me the hot boy yeah. right now. Give me the hot boy because I want to reach like a certain demographic. Because again, the demographic in the country, the average it's, age is what? It's younger, it's younger and younger every day. If the average age was 40-something, maybe the legacy artists would have an audience because the brands would feel like, okay, these are the people we're reaching out to. So those things, you know, the market also determines what people want to consume yeah. if you are I, going to any show now the average age in the show is probably like 2021 20, i know 2021 20, year old wants to listen to shakomo sorry they yeah. don't know it they don't and know they it. don't know it because the way radio also plays right is they also punish what is demand? yeah you and understand what's going on the market is not broad enough to take anything it's not big broad. enough for everybody it's not broad yeah, enough yeah. people are still lying on riches yeah. all night long is still playing on radio bro osagi netflix just dropped yeah. a documentary on we are the world do you know how we are, the, we are the world is bro and this is what kills us the adverse effect of this thing where oh if you're not hot you're discarded we do not have continuous history and that is why people will now come out and say I agree with what this person is saying. Nobody paved the way for this kind of person. Because you it's do broken. not know. It's broken. Yes. yes, it's broken. Our history is fragmented because we are a very now-now people. What is hot now? Let's throw away this one. You know? And that is the problem. Hmm. You know? All these things are This is also a lesson. This is also a lesson for like younger artists, like artists in the mind right now. Just have smart people around you, right? Because I look at uh, the guy who did the Afrobeat documentary, the lawyer, he was always a former lawyer. Or lawyer. Uh, Ayo, Ayo, Shana. Ayo, Shana. Shout out to Ayo, Shana, yeah, right? Yeah. The reason why Ashanaya was able to do that documentary, uh, sh- the reason why he was able to do that documentary because he was smart. He was documenting history, right? Yeah. I, I could, you know, where is the where's the video session for Jaga Jaga? Maybe recording video session like stuff like this can still we can still put it together to bring to that's the that's the how you, pay, you preserve I'll, a legacy. And still, I still start earning money, but these guys didn't do that. They, they were not, I wouldn't say smart. They were doing music, so that they were really smart in that. But they needed other people around them to think in that in, in that manner, context. you know, to say what are we going to do to yeah in that concept, you know. So it's an advice for everybody. Always, you know, like just have smart people around you, people who can like really, really elevate what you are doing to another level. Yeah, and uh, yeah, 
I'll pay top dollar to mm. watch the I'll pay top dollar to watch the production of Jaga Jaga. Yes. Top dollar. The studio sessions, I'll pay. I'll pay. Like if, if they put it up somewhere and there's a paywall and they say, Oh, you have to pay this amount to watch this episode of how Idris's Jaga Jaga was made with Omolulu in the studio. I will pay the do you understand? Nostalgia yeah. is the biggest drug. Just that just that era. Tunita Tula, what were you doing during my car? Yeah. Your trip to South Africa when you won the Channel Award. Like, where is where are these content? Like, where are these moments? Content? Where are the are moments? You, these are, are how you, you these are how you preserve you know, your, your moments. I you know the biggest issue with this thing now. Like, it doesn't really affect music. Somebody said something on I think it was on TikTok or Twitter. He said Africans have a problem. If you tell if you meet an African today or a Nigerian, let's use Nigerian. Tell me about your father. You know your father now. You know your father's history. You know. Tell me your grandfather's history. It's sketchy. They start going further and further. Most Nigerians do not know beyond their grandparents. Did they, in America, you can say, oh, in 1605, these people's the family came from Ireland and they settled in, Niger in America and they can trace that lineage down to who you are today. Many Nigerians as we are, once it passes grandmother, grandfather, the, history, the family history becomes sketchy. We do not know who we are. You know, you know one of the things I did during COVID, right? I went to my mom's house. So we have photo albums of how my popsy back then, their marriage, introduction, family events. And I scanned them on my phone and I just uploaded it on Google Photos. Because that's family history. Because yeah. the photos are already that's coming very, green. They're Polaroid. Yeah. So most of them are already green. And you can't see it correctly. Yeah, that's, that's very And smart. I just did that. I missed the chance to interview my grandma, who's 94 in a few days. Yeah. She's now getting old. It'd be hard to interview her. I missed the chance to do that like 10 years ago. I should ah. have just sat with her. She was born in 1918. She saw the civil war, saw like independence. Four years after the amalgamation. Yes. I should have just sat with her and just ask her all the questions and just give me a lowdown of her own I think I'll interview my mom. She's too safe. So I will just keep this history somewhere. So that their great grandchildren can hear yeah. their voices. So this is what your grandmother or your great grandmother sounds like. I, fuck. This is how, and we, in Nigeria we don't just think of these things. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, documenting history is really, really, yeah, really, really important. Yeah. It gives you the avenue. Yeah, it gives you the avenue to earn money. It gives you the avenue to earn money, late, more money later in your life. It preserves your legacy, and when you preserve your legacy, when your legacy is fresh in the minds of people. You, you are, people can easily you can easily monetize monetize it so brands can jump in. There's a reason why Jijo Kocha is like the most in demand commercial star in this country because people still remember him. The clips are still there. People can he's well easily he's well documented and he's easily refer, referenced, right? So what can what can't you be easily referenced with what you've done, the great things you've done in the past? Yeah, like keep these things to keep these things and you know, man, I'm tired of explaining, man. You know, artists, our, our Nigerians, we have to do better. Not just pop culture, yeah. in yeah. politics, in education, and stuff like that. You know, the smartest history. person in the Nigerian music industry is Mood mm -hmm. Nine. Mood Nine, yeah, did a podcast and told his own life story. Simple That's as that. Easily, there's no. He didn't go anywhere to clash, catch clouds. He just did it on his own. Mm -hmm. Just say, like, if you want to know, me, listen to this podcast. Mood Nine documents. Monine document takes like he has been recording. There's a footage of him when they were recording the soundtrack to um, Hip Hop World Awards. Um, I think 2008. I the, the, the video shoot. Right? Video shoot. Uh, so the video shoot. The song is Banky Kel and 
um, MI, right? Kemi yeah. and um, her brother shot the video. He's at the video shoot with a young whiskey. Mm -hmm. The young whiskey who is just blushing and smiling, right? And he put the video up and everything, and he has all that footage. Monan has taken a video from my former YouTube page, ripped it. I was at his con I was at his album launch in 2010 for Da Vinci Mode. Yeah. And where he was performing um, a record, and I, you know, recorded it with my small camera then and uploaded it. I don't even know where that video is. It's somewhere on YouTube, one of my YouTube pages. I was watching, I was going through Modnine's <laughs> YouTube and I saw the footage. Yeah. You know, he took the footage, cut it up and put it up. That's how serious he is with really documenting and keeping his legacy. Because how many of his pairs have something, you know, stuff like that? Yeah. Like you said, he did a whole, you know, um, podcast called Popcorn. And you can check it out on the YouTube page or, you know, anywhere you get your podcast. I guess what? When and then did an album called Popcorn yeah. after the, 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 the podcast dropped. And guess what? When, when I was listening to that podcast... And I saw the convergence of like the the objective truth between what Terry the rapper told me. He's really doing the swat through this. He now just started merging. Mm. The time I started merging, I was like, aha, it is easy. Mm. Old heads, please, we are begging you. When it is time, when media houses reach out to you and want to do a correct interview on you about your life, it is not the best time for you to start running. Please. It, your story is more important than it is because your story is a fragment of Nigerian music history and it is very, very important. King Sonia Day, Ebenezer Obey are two vital legends that we have. I have not seen a conclusive, exhaustive interview, biopic or documentary on these two men. God forbid now we hear that one of these men die. That history is gone. That hmm. history is gone. So please, man, anyhow we can use to document history. That's why we'll start putting, putting together half-hazard uh, tribute. Yeah. I, I'm still watching the Defiant Ones again. And I'm amazed at the footage they have in the Defiant Ones. You see, the first, you see, the first ever Doctor Dre Eminem video um, studio session. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was on Defiant Ones. Like, yeah. come on, man. The, the footage they have from the Defiant Ones is actually crazy. Because yeah. it's crazy, no, it's actually crazy. Doctor Dre is it's DJing crazy. in in '89, and there's footage. Yes, there's footage. and I'm like, come on. This come is not mobile bro. phone. This is bro, this was camcorder. This was the, the one that you go for. Bro, the big one, yeah, you know. So yeah, these guys, these guys are insane. If you're a creative, right? We've talked about like if you're a creative, have somebody on your team just documenting because you don't know what I don't know how it will be. Oh, Look on, at the Kanye man. interview. Yeah, the Kanye doc. Shout out to the guys who did it. The the you know the guys who they they, they were able to put out that doc because they just recorded and gathered you know footage. They recorded Bro. everything. And the best time to actually record for guys listening, right? Creators listening, the best time to actually record is your start period, mm -hmm. not when you you blew. Because yeah. that's what sells the story. That that's what sells the story. story. Bro, right? Remember last dance. Look at, look at the, that, bro. bro. It was the about last the last dance. season, but everybody had their own story. You go way back. Dennis Rodman, Scott T.O., MJO. Everything you know, they, was there. They told them that for Jordan, that I want to record this footage, and he kept the footage till that very moment then they, they sold it to netflix yeah same thing with I, I, that's that should be the best document the best post documentary I've, I've ever seen yeah that's like what do you guys think yeah it is it, I, I haven't watched <laughs> any that's better i can't think of anyone Bro. yeah you know why because we all know the outcome I, of that think. documentary the final shot. We all know. Yeah, bro, that's, that's, the that's, that's documentary, yeah. But the build the up. Build up. No. I read an article on Michael Jordan. It was a profile. And they profiled him up to his great-great-grandfather who was a slave. 
the family that the Jordan family lives on right now, his parents, was was inherited from that guy. And they broke everything down. I'm like storytelling, guys. If we don't know who we are as Nigerians, we cannot go forward. And that's the problem. The power of storytelling. Yeah. All right. So we heard Idris talk. Mm-hmm. Then shout out to Eddie Montana. And that was the that was the heartbreaking one. That was the heartbreaking one for me. Yeah. He came on Instagram live with Dr. Freeze and he came to counter some of the things Idris said. We won't go to all the details. You guys can go and watch it. But yeah. I was doing some Googling and, you know, um, I read an interview in 2007 where Eddie Montana was 40. So he's about 57 now, right? Yeah. He's one of our greatest vocalists from that era. Yeah. And you know the funny thing? So you know what I went to do? I went to, I went back to listen to the Remedies album, the Peace Nigeria album. The that's the 1998 album. I went yeah. to listen to it. Um, I went to listen to Eddie Montana's like solo albums as well. Do you know that this whole we would merge like Yankee beats and sound with Nigerian sound? Mm-hmm. It was there. Are, there are like three people that are responsible for that thing. Ooh. There are a lot of people. Uh, other people went on to do it too, but there are like mm-hmm. three people that are responsible for it. First is maintain. They mm. were the gods of that. Those like, were straight jacking, man. <laughs> bro. I shared the maintain album with you now. What's yeah, that first album, album yeah. What's, what's the name of the album? Remember for it. Something, something. Anybody that wants maintain first album, write us. We'll send it to you guys. Forgotten the name of Anyhow. That's the yeah, name Anyhow. The anyhow. 16, 16 track album, right? Everything was Yankee beats, Yankee style, but we'll flip it and mm-hmm. we'll flip it well. And they did it well. So they were the first set of people. Second person was Eddie Montana. Yeah. Eddie Montana knew how to take Yankee beats and everything and flip it. And he did it. They did it with Shaka Moore, obviously. They'd be jealous. They'd be a couple of other records. Bro, the arrival of Eddie Montana. Of Eddie Montana. That beats, <laughs> you know. That bit is a nice bit of song. Not just became a popular solo pop and uh, solo star. He could everybody knew. Yeah. He could sing. And was, good albums, you know. Yeah. And, and all of that. So he came and you know had his own conversation. I just felt sad. You know, he cried on it as well. He just talked about everything. And you could just see like how people were he cried. Advantage. Yeah, he cried yeah. now. He shed tears. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> you you can just see how people were taking advantage of him. You know when you start something that isn't formed properly, right? You, yeah. It's not. It's not like. It's not like. It's not like the financial space where you go and write a white paper and then everybody sticks by the rules and does it, right? It's creative. Everything is random. It's random. Because you're yeah, you're creating. You're having fun creating. You don't know what will work. You're testing stuff out. And, and then back then they were really testing have, stuff. Yeah, I have money. Let's get this thing doing. Let's apply a lot of context. Ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Your parents don't want you, bro. You plait your hair, plaiting your hair. I was watching the arrival of Eddie Montana the video, and the guy had his hair like all back. No, that one, don't disown you. We did all back as a guy. <laughs> What's the version of plaiting your hair now? Tattoo in 2024. I think it's a tattoo. No, tattoo is already mainstream. Mm-hmm. What's the version of plaiting your hair now? Maybe, maybe cocaine. Doing cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. In Nigeria, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in Nigeria. 
Yeah, maybe do yeah. maybe doing cocaine. Yeah, you can't be smoking weed because you know. No, weed is now. No, no weed is mainstream. The only thing that is remaining now to, is for the federal government. I used to, to have that. Weed. You remember my you remember my, my joke now that yes. you your son. We parents now. <laughs> we parents now. If 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 it's weed that our kids stopped at, that means we we were very. Oh, we, like, we, we did it. You are a great parent. You are a great parent. <laughs> like great, like you did a fantastic hundred over hundred job. <laughs> you plait your hair in ninety seven ninety eight. You are a throwaway child. Yes, now you now have a uh, piercing again, earring. Ah, oh, forget it. They are coming to the church. They are coming to the church. I used to look at. I used to look at like young men wearing cap as courtists when I was like in primary school. That was Nollywood. Bro, when you like put the cap at the back. Oh my lord. Oh god. That, that, oh. that means you are number one. No, but you are, bro. <laughs> bro, you don't, don't go far. I barbed my hair as punk one time, right? And my friend wanted to also cut his hair the same way. His mother told him that. It's not, the, it's not the way of the Lord. They are devilish children. Osage, you remember when you had double parting in your hair? Double parting. Uh, Just one of the wala. Now, double parting. The principal will come out and talk about you. I can remember. Osage, do you know how weird it is? I can remember the first time I saw a, a boy and a girl hugging. It's, hmm. it, it looked like porn to me. Like, I, like, I, I, like I, I get you. They were on the streets and they they, they, they met each other for like, they were my neighbors. Like, they yes, man. It felt like sex. It's like watching blue. The hog now just like, they wasted like a little time, like 10, like 10, 5 to 10 seconds, still hugging. It lingered. It looked like they were just happy. It looked like I was just, I was watching porn. Like, I was disgusted. <laughs> you know, we used to look at like, when uh-huh. we were young, we used to look at our uncles like they weren't human somehow. Yeah. You know what they would wear, how they would move. Then someone was smoking a cigarette. Hmm. <laughs> Are you not walk? You not wore shades. I not had cap again. Oh my lord! The yeah, moral killer. standards, and I'm using moral in echo. Yeah, moral in quotes. Yeah, yeah, bro. In Nigeria, was wild. Osage, it was wild. Guess what? Today, you see a boy in primary five or back in the go school. Or back. Or back in the go school. Not in private school. Not in the apple. Or back. Bro, you dare not in my. Corona primary school, all back. First of all, who's doing all back for a boy? Which alone is doing all back for a boy first? <laughs> you explain. You not got me to your parents to let them know which devil entered you. Don't cut your hair. A character, a character like Ernesto Zuzu yeah. was, was popular and viral, right? And, and you know, because two guys. Ernesto Zuzu and JT and JT Tom West, rest in peace, JT Tom West. Yes, rest in peace, because they assume characters of people that were like an anomaly in the society. Yes. Their baggies now came again. You now wear baggies. Oh, your life is over. Baggies and Timberland. Oh, no. This one is a son of perdition. He's a son of perdition. You know. So, all that is happening. You're trying to figure music out. You know, the society has, doesn't want you. Your parents say you should do this. You've gone out something better with your life you've gone on to do music some people bring some contracts to sign because you might just have a big break what do you do you sign it you sign it now where are the options you don't sign it where were the options there are no options there are no deals on the table and they give you whatever they can give you and you know you just want to be an artist and you you know you're all about the art and you want to be successful at it but 20 years down the line we can see the aftermath of that the aftermath of it is crazy. It's crazy, fam. So, Eddie Montana is done. You know, Daddy Freeze is on the road. Gets Tony Tetwila on. Tony Tetwila says his own side of the story. Tetwila well. came to his own house, safe. Yeah. 
you know, and said so he first came to his own house, then later they continued the life. With you know, where the, then, the manager. Yeah. Then Freeze went and got Omolulu. <laughs> Do you know Omolulu. how random it is for you to bring out Omolulu? Omolulu is one of the no, most. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you know music. I'm not even saying if you're yeah. present too. Unless you know Zage, we know who Omolulu is. Baby Tete Wale. Do you know what it to bring Omolulu out? Bro. No, I get Omolulu out is crazy. <laughs> like for Omolulu to come no, out. No, shout out to Kali Freeze. If you are beefing, for him yeah. to bring Omolulu out. Bro, you yeah. know the music where, where. Nobody say they hear he for radio. You know how. He was on the road. He yeah. was on the road. And I saw Lulu, and it's good to see how Lulu is doing good. You know, he was looking good and all that. So shout out to him. That's also another, you know, pioneer of the music game. And he was the one that actually started, well, not started, but part of people that pioneered the infusion of, like, hip-hop music and Afrobeat. Yeah. He was, like, a big fan of it. Yeah. He produced Shakomo. You know, I think because basically... he didn't have like a celebrity profile, so people and you know that was the era of OJB and Popley who really dominated. Yeah, it was Popley Omololu? Yeah, exactly. Well, he era. was a very key guy too to it. And so we move it on to like other series of interviews. I don't know if you guys are interested enough for us to discuss this, but like there was the interview with Soso. He came to add his own context there. Yeah, if you want to I know a lot of people. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people like look at Soso and just say, "Oh, who's Soso?" You know. Um, like he's always with this person or that person. A lot of people have to put respect on Soso's name, right? I think it's important to not just acknowledge like the artist, but also um, acknowledge people who are in the background making things happen and brought Afrobeats to where it is today. So, producers, sound engineers, the studio owners, the label execs, uh, the managers, the show promoters, the show organizers. And so many other people that we can't even start to mention. But like Soso, you know, is one of those kind of people, right? Instrumental in driving the KC Press culture that we know today, a brand. He was also a producer back then for them. Do you know Soso produced Bottom Bele? Flavor uh, featuring, or Mommy featuring Flavor. Yeah, also a producer. And so he gave his own backstory, you know, and uh, corroborated some of the stories or denied some of the things that happened, etc, etc. Anyways, um, then there was the EK Triple interview as well. I watched that as well. Uh, not too not too similar, not too different from when we had him on the pod years ago. But obviously, you know, there are a lot of things that have changed. And I'm sure he was willing to talk about some things he wasn't willing to talk about back then. So some very eye-opening things. You guys can go and watch it. And so, moving on from that whole shebang, of course, um, there was also the um, Daddy Freeze Ikechuku interview as well. He also did his own thing. A bit, a bit different, a bit similar from what we did back then, but obviously, you know, it, things have changed. People have grown, so he had other things to say. You guys can go and check it out. It's on his YouTube page. Shout out Daddy Freeze again. Um, Ayo, you wanted to mention one interview. Yeah, our bros, our triple OG in the game, Olumaiti, Olumide Oyanda, veteran um, journalist, editor. He was actually in the plane doing the whole 50 cents, it is uh, uh, Wahala. And he wow. had an interview. He invited Dadishoki onto his Instagram live and he spoke about the events of that day. So you guys, from another perspective now, so yeah, you guys can go and listen to that. Dadishoki so has always been central to many stories. I actually not listen to it. I saved it, but I'm not listening to it. Okay, I'm definitely going to listen to it. Before we go ahead, yeah. let's even give a quick shout out to veteran journalist, media person, 
Olumide in your da, aka Olumaiti. Olumaiti. Yeah. yeah, like 1,000 Bosa. That's like an OG. People that paved the way for us. He has a platform now. What's his platform? You know, QED. QED right? Yeah, QED. Yeah. Okay, yeah, QED, yeah. Yeah, shout out to him. That's that's somebody who... He's, relate, he's, he's, he's also related to the legendary now. Yes, yes. All right. Yeah. Like they're cousins. Yeah. They're cousins, yeah. Um, come on, I man. believe so. Yeah, come on, man. You know, I don't let's even go into that. <laughs> no, no, let's not do that. <laughs> let's not do yeah. that. But, uh, like, coming up, when, when we started this whole media thing, Olumide Oda was someone who, once he knew who I was, was yeah. very um, accommodating very yeah. and, and very supportive. And, you know, just generally a nice person to me. Yeah. He was, he, yeah. Because generally, he's a fun guy. Yeah. <laughs> he is a fun guy. He's a fun guy. He's a fun guy. And so, um, but you know what blew my mind? One day, I think I was tweeting about B.I.G. And he just tweeted back at me, Biggie Lyrics. Then I was like, are you... you Bro, know, he's don't, a hip-hop head, though. Don't play. Don't play, fam. <laughs> you understand? I don't didn't play. know. I didn't know. And he spat Biggie Lyrics to me. And I, the thing blew my mind. Because I always look at you, you know. You know, probably just chilling. You know how you look at older people and you just feel like yeah. they're never young. You know? Yeah. And, and and so that's how I used to look at him. Maybe that's how my daughters look at me. And the guy just spat this Biggie Lyrics. And he was, he was just like, Bro. I mean, my hip hop bag, and you know that that just made my day that day, and I can never forget that day. So shout out to him as well. So you guys go and check it, check out his uh, his interview. Which other interviews rocked again? There was the one with Soso So Barricon. Uh, there was also that shout out to Soso. Interview galore. Interview galore. You know, as a producer, he produced Flavors, um, Omami and Flavors, but Tom Bele produced for Casey Presh back then. He's also been there. So shout out to everybody. Um, which other interviews? Did I miss any interviews? Not that I know of yet. Let's wait. Let's see what this week has in store for us. This week has Sheilo. <laughs> oh, I am uh, bracing myself. He's not out, but I'm, I'm bracing myself. I'm definitely not going to listen. No, I'm not listening because I've seen the clips. You will see the snippets now. You can't, I won't you can't see it. I'll so see it by I think I'll just watch like the first five ten minutes to know if okay they speak about his history in comedy and everything. Yeah, but if it is straight, nice. if it is straight shooting at the hip, oh um, uh, I'm out, man, bro. I'm sorry, I don't I have they, one. I, I don't have one or two hours for sure. Yeah, but I it's think not, it's not happening. <laughs> you know the one, you know the interview I liked at the Honest Bunch, and we give them a lot of shout out here because we give people love, man. Something is good, something is good. You know, give yeah. them, give them their flowers. Um, is the Helen Paul episode the Helen Paul episode you guys need to is really good? Of course, I watched yeah. it. I watched Helen Paul. I like her a lot now. So, what made, guys, me watch, I, what made me watch it was after her session at the um, there's this leadership, ch- this church leadership event that she spoke and she okay. gave a very wonderful speech. And that made me to go listen to her. I watched that interview, really good. Yeah, oh, nice. so the honest bunch, I've watched that. I've watched them. Um, um, Alibaba and one other person, one other comedian, then then Idris. That's I think I've seen four or five or so. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. And you know, gradually they are shaping the culture. Yeah, that's how yeah, it is. Yeah. That's how you do it. You just shape the culture by giving people a platform um, to talk, right? And the format is great because the format is is expansive, is long enough for is you know uh, robust enough for people to really express themselves. I think that's one problem I always had with radio. Where radio is so built for radio is built for 
or optimize rather for commercial production of everything, right? Yeah. Um, and because you have to roll in the ads and because of the attention span, like with podcasts like this, you can really express yourselves and do what you want to do and people can take their time to always come back. So the format, you know, the medium and the format are always very important for, for, for things like that. You know, you will never get an interesting interview like that on radio because they're not giving him more than a 30 the, the whole show is 30 minutes. Bro, Once you get a one hour show, you it don't has want to, to even, 20 minutes. You don't even give you this radio because anything can happen. So, no, even if they don't, even if there's no libel and yeah, yeah. Um, slander, no cost words, right? Or, or slander, right? You can't move it on one 30 still minutes. Not, yeah. 20 minutes is still not enough. It's look not at, digging enough. We've done one hour and we feel like we've not even like expressed ourselves. Yeah. Enough. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I love the phone. I see like really good formats, man. Go for it. Do you know that Helen Paul? Side note: yeah. Helen Paul is the voice you hear when you say, "Uncle, please tell us, a, tell me, me a us a story." Yes, That's her. This yes, square. yeah. Yes, absolutely, mm-hmm. guys, guys. Let me tell you something that happened to me. You won't believe. Should I tell you something that happened to me? What? Tell me. Now believe. It was three a.m. I was doing some work. It was 3 a.m. I I was on Twitter, right? So I took a break. I was on Twitter, and I was on one job, like one one of one jobless boy's tweets came on the timeline, and I think he quoted like he quoted something. I can't even remember what he quoted, but he put the video of what he the, the video post he put up uh, was P Square in the video of uh, Danger. Yeah. Right. So ah, I was like ah man. I just looked at it and I reminisced when, you know, the album, the Danger album dropped. You know when the Danger album dropped, people didn't like the single drop Danger. You know how Peace Square roll out now? Yeah, yeah. When yeah. they're rolling out, they're rolling out the single that day, the album that album. day, the video that day. Yeah. Mm. So the single then takes the lead and then they start bringing out the other singles back to back. But like there's one main song they push out, right? For the Do Me album, it was Do Me. For the Game Over, uh, for the game over album, rather, it was Do Me. For the Get Squared album, it was uh, Busybody, right? Yeah, Get Squared. Yeah, Busybody. No, no, no. No, It was Get Squared. Thank you, No, Get Squared first. It was Get Squared. Yeah, the one that sounded like to the left, to the right. You know. So, I was listening to Danger, and I remember... Stop that. I remember fully well... I remember well that people didn't like Danger. Yeah. People didn't like... People didn't like Danger. Yeah. People didn't like it. I think there was even more, like, more than one issue with the album because I remember as a new cat back then, when I was in hip hop world, um, they had a press conference and they said they wanted to do this big show back home and they would, they would bring mm-hmm. Buster Rhymes. That never happened. It was part of the rollout of the album. So <laughs> the thing wasn't as flawless as the other albums. Okay, then a lot of yeah. older Nigerians were saying, Why are they saying Simi Simi or Hala? There's Wala something good. Mm-hmm. To say, hey, yeah, or danger. So yeah. people do really I, fuck I, with that first single. People really need fuck with that first single at all. We didn't we need to put your you need to put your brain in like a national museum. <laughs> nah, so. like, go that part. Actually, yeah. I knew that they didn't I, I knew that they didn't like it from like a musical, like a sonic sound point. They didn't just like yeah. it. see me, see what I like and then danger. danger. They, people danger. didn't like that, but you are so right. So that danger so, part that, that scene. Yeah, that danger and wallet scene is what right. people were pointing at. Like, what's that? Yeah. But like years down the line, the song became a hit. People, you know, the song became a hit. Then I started listening to the album. 
and you know there are some tracks there and i listen to it i say i love you i love you is on the album yeah throw away is on the album put your hands up in the air in the air. throw away there's break it the one with frenzy danger mm-hmm. break it right there's possibility with tubaba by possibility with tubaba i'm like this album this album is actually a dopest album by the time it gets to danger right by the time it gets to danger i'm like nah man this album has to be competing with game over (laughs) then see when danger is done guess what it goes to we bring it back I'm like, nah, this album is better than Game Over. This is the number one album. I'm going to I'm going to put it to these guys on the pod. So <laughs> I listen to the whole album. They have that remember that gimme that I like it. That's, oh, yeah, that's yeah, on yeah, it again. Yeah. Like I'm like, this is the album. This How do you listen to music in the night? Is it a headphone or a speaker? I hope you're not disturbing to everybody at home. No, no, no. Okay, that's I have to go and buy speaker. So yeah, I, I went to go no, back. Ah, we are about to speak. I, yeah, no, at afternoon, my, my echo dots. Oh wow! Ah, <laughs> wow, man is a small one, but the bass heavy, okay. sir. I'm good with these echo dots, but most times, if I want to really listen, to you know, me, I like speakers. I, I bought it Sometimes in our mixing here is not that good. So it's when you listen yeah. to a speaker, you now hear some elements that you didn't hear before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me just get that. Yeah. So I listen to it and I'm like, nah. Danger is better than Game Over. What, what was wrong with us? Like, what the <laughs> hell is wrong with us? I think we already had... So, I'm like, nah, Danger is better than Game Over. Like, it, we must have been ridiculous to keep saying Peace Quest Game Over is a better album. So, Danger is 2009, Game Over is 2007. Then, okay, I'm done with Danger. I'm like, okay, let me go, you know, to Game Over to really just see why we think, you know, let me argue. Let me counter argue. Mm. And I play the first song. <laughs> Are you mad? Huh. Then I I just pause it and I said I must be stupid. <laughs> was, Do you know what? I didn't even bother again. Those opening, those opening keys. Eh? They are, a five year old child will tell you who's who who's who has that song. Yeah. Bro, are you Girl joking? Yeah. I didn't bro, I'm telling you, I didn't even bring it up in the group. I didn't bother. I just said to myself, You must be stupid. Game over. And people don't appreciate them for longevity too. This guy had a hit like three years ago. We underestimated them. Reason with me, like, bro. Bro, do you know how many? Do you know how many download streams that that thing has? That what? reason with me record. Has. Reason with me is a problem. It's a problem. Bro, I now say, let me play game over. Game over gave us no one be like you. Yeah. Game over, game, game game over is the best album. Game over. Game over gave us. Game over is the best album. No game over gave us miss you die. Game over, give us YBC. Give us, give us don't worry more yourself. than a friend. Don't bother yourself. More than a friend. Asagi, don't bother yourself. Game over. Game over is game over. Can I just say something? How do yeah. you go from I they miss you die to YBC, Come. then more than a friend, then am I still that special, man? Come on now. Man. Come man. on man. <laughs> Come on so now. You're giving me four back to back. you like, you know, I'm finished. <laughs> Then the next thing, so and all those ones are like ballads, all of them, right? They are slow ballads, right? Yeah. Then you not take the tempo up and you give me Ifunaya. Yeah. You, you killed me. I can't you remember. I can't remember and the era. Me, I like it. Yeah. I, like, oh, I can't remember. I think I, yo, you guys would be in the best position to tell me critically how was how were Peace Square albums received because from the way I was seeing it, 
I feel that they don't get the critical. So that's they, don't, they don't get the, that. Uh, I mean, they don't get it. That's, good, that's a very good question yeah. because at that point it felt like so. P Square are very direct to their music. Yeah, we are making pop records for mass consumption. Yeah. Right, and for critics, you might want something very, very simplified. Yeah, you might want something of more substance, like in their ilk. So, I think apart from the second album, and later the third album, I think it's from the Danger album. That's when people started saying, "These guys, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg." You know. So back then, they didn't really get that much critical love like a Two Face got. You know, it is now in retrospect we now look back and like, oh these guys were doing the business. Now, why were we shouting? Yeah. They were in the business of making... P-square ethosis. We are in the business of making hits. Whatever is a hit, we push it out. They don't care how it's done. As long as we can get a hit, it's done. You know? So, so critics might be a little bit harsh on them. Yeah. But at the end of the day, bro... They still did the hindsight, time. Uh, yeah. I, time time did them well. I think... Yeah. I think what um, Pitchfork does, where they reissue albums and now do re-reviews. Yes, I think it's needed for Pitchfork catalog. We need to do re-reviews back to you. Ayo, that's also a content format. Re-reviews, of course. Now, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Definitely, we used to do it. Of course, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we used to do, so yeah. I just even go and do. Oh, I'm picking up Pitchfork's Game Over album and let's talk yeah. about it. Well, yeah. what made it yeah. so important to that time in history? Because definitely you need to, you need to add it to your to what you do in your your yeah, it's also it's also it can also be a it can also, it can also be a music in time episode. Oh definitely def. Yeah. You can have so many formats, you can have formats, formats, you can have yeah. formats, Instagram yeah. formats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've done we've done we've haven't we done the P Square album? You guys have done P Square. I think we did the second one. I can't remember. We did the second one. We did the second one. We've not the done the game over one. No. You guys did no, game over. I've never heard a P Square this thing on music in time. I don't think we've done P Square. Come on, hmm, that's very, very. Surprising. Yeah, we need to. And because I have they have something to say in my mind, but I'm not going to say it. And because they have I a very out of, yeah. get out here, Jerry. And because that's they have right. a very powerful. Beg, guys, I'm begging you. That's why I don't want to say it. Uh -huh. I think because I would I do reputational damage on them if I if I say I beg, it. P Square was like. The guys who came out from the outside Lagos block yeah. and dominated mm -hmm. the market. Dominated is ah. like and they like, came and sold superstardom. Right, tell, me about, tell me about the guy that signed them. Can so, I first can I first uh, before we go into that? Can I first just talk about like Ayo mentioned? Yeah. Just talk about that critical part of P Square. Uh -huh, yeah, thank you. I need your perspective. Yeah. So we all know the commercial part, boom, 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 right? Solid. Everybody respect you didn't like I said, nobody messed with them. Commercial part, they were so successful. TJ bought them cars. There was that whole story. Big boys. From the critical point of view, so back then, the industry was very slow down. And it was like the it was like um what was happening in the US as well. To give you context, right? In 2001, in September, Jay-Z drops um the the blueprint, right? And in the blueprints, he has takeover where this is Nas. Yeah. It, it took Nas three months to drop Steelmatic, okay. where he this is where he dropped Ita, where this is Jay-Z back. Right? But you see, in that three months, that three months felt like one week. Yeah. Ages. The industry was very much slowed down back then. That can happen now. Someone drops a diss song for you in September. 
if you wait till December to drop the C song, people will just take you as an unserious element. Which just happened, which which was what happened between Drake and McMill. Yeah. Drake dropped, you know, charged up. McMill didn't respond. And I dropped back, back to back. back. <laughs> By the Drake time McMill terrorist. wanted to respond, it was it was yeah, it was over. So it was the same thing that was happening in the Nigerian music industry as well. When P Square dropped Get Squared, the last night last night is their debut album, which can be found on their streaming platforms because I don't think they own the rights to it. Yeah. It's owned by Timbuktu Records. Shout Timbuktu, out to yeah. um, Tower Wait, yeah, Get Square is not on streaming platform. Get Square is now. Get Square like, is the, album. the first album is not on streaming platforms. Last night. It's not. Last night. Ah. Yeah. I know where to get it, Shabo. but it's not. It's not. Mm. Last night is not there. Where were you last night? Yeah. Yeah, and the Hat Senorita as well. So they were in Timbuktu for just for, for one album. Yeah, had Senorita. So last night, Senorita and no. um, Ibedu. Ibe, yeah. Ibedu. No wonder they made ridic- ridiculous amount of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Judas, like, yeah. we're not splitting it four ways. No. So by the time they dropped Get Squared, which yeah. had the record Get Squared, right? And it was like a watered down version of Usher's. Um, yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. right? Which was the format in which was what, what was happening in the music industry. Bam, remember, take from Yankee, bring it down, latch onto American template, and just and twist it. Which worked, right? But the critics were like, oh, this is a knock, uh, uh, Usher knockoff. Remember at that time, internet penetration had also happened in Nigeria. A lot of people now had watched the Usher video. You know, it was on cable. More people had cable. So they started to make direct comparisons, even though the album was released a year later after Usher's year right yeah. so all that was happening so no matter what remember because the industry is so much slowed down back then no matter what peace square did after that time busy body remix and um, mm. the record with uh with alaya everything yeah. people yeah. will you you would hear people say people say oh those guys will be like usher the comedians will come on stage it was a running joke yeah right and that joke ran even beyond game over dropping even beyond danger dropping you right. follow them. You follow them for a long you time. Follow them for a long time because the industry slowed down. But now that whole part is gone, and you can, like, they are now you know regarded as legends. And I think a lot of critics have even walked back some of the things they said back then. And you know, the the, the albums are critically acclaimed. You yeah. can now see how difficult it is to make album. Bro, we just ran through. We literally just ran through Game Over, and we didn't make any skip. Yeah. How many people can put out albums like this? So even the critics now are appreciating. You know, there's a whole thing going on on Twitter that music now has peaked in Nigeria and that there's nothing new. Everything is just trash. That's what people are saying. No. Well, I don't believe that one. Right? But, anyway. but you get my point. People are saying yeah. like in 2020, it has peaked. You know, people yeah. need to, that. They need a refresh, right? People are now seeing how difficult it is to make an album like Game Over. And do it consistently every two years. Hmm. Boom, boom, boom. They give it to you. Every two years. So that, you know, critics have walked back some of the things they said. And like you said, if they review their albums now, they are getting nothing less than four over five. Four. All steady. Albums. Steady. Four over five. Even in... Uh, what's the name of that? The... Double, the, double the invasion. The invasion. No, yeah, not the invasion. Trouble. Invasion 2011, right? Yeah, before it's the whole album. That's before yeah. they started unraveling, yeah. Yeah, the album that has chopped my money. Chop my yeah. money. You know the problem with that. You know the problem with that one's perception. You know the problem with that perception of that. No, then Wiz and David don't. Then Wiz and David already come. So it was like, yeah. please, oh yeah, guys, it's done. Yeah. It's our time. It's our time. Tracks there. They still had, you know, some good tracks there, you know, but 
by that time things don't they change. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the album. I love the album cover. They look like superstars. You know, they look really good. They're so superstar done. Yes, they did. I love Double Trouble as well. Ayo, I love Double Trouble as well. I think by that time I was already Double. demystified with like them unraveling. So. But you know, Double Trouble still had at least five records again that went. Double Trouble is the one that had, uh, what you call it, um, um, Alingo. Alingo, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he had some bangers. He had, he had some bangers. You but know, the funniest one was that was that uh, Ejajo, that school yeah. and the gang. Like, I'm like, bro, this yeah. this is too far. This is taking it too far. Yeah. That might be yeah, too far. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was that was a bit too far. That was a bit too far. But yeah, I like I like invasion. Invasion, I chop my money. Yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah. Steve, you asked a so question about Timbuktu. Yeah, yeah. So for people who don't know, it's just one album. So they were the winners of the best in the grab the best in the hedges. Yeah, in yeah. two thousand and one. So it's basically like you doing winning project fame, and you have a one album deal. And Timbuktu was the guy that had that OP, right? He was the one that you know got the rights for that. So they released last night you know, um, on his label in 2003, I believe. We did not do bad. They had some singles. People knew them. It's not as if Pisco just came out from the blues with the second album. People knew them already. Yeah, that first album. That first album was yeah, yeah. That video that Jimmy Jat was in, a lot you of Nigerians comment. Yeah, yes. a lot of Nigerians commented that choreography because until then, choreography in Nigerian music videos sucked. And for yeah. these boys to come out and do it, they're like, okay. But, you know, what they now did was very amazing. They came to Lagos, sold their cars, recorded at Echo Real Mix Studio, which is a very pricey analog studio, in case anybody yeah. doesn't know. Yeah. And they bet on themselves, which was the hardest thing to do. And they dropped, my God, they dropped the second album and no more. Things were never the same again. Funny enough, Ayo. Yeah. L- last night, last night is actually on streaming platforms. It's called oh, it's last night in bracket reloaded, and the cover okay. art is different. So I, I can see it's because they changed the cover art. Do you remember the original cover? Do you remember the original yeah, I guess cover? So. Yeah, yeah, last yeah. Night? yeah. I'm not sure. Tell me, I'm not tell, sure. Me, tell me, tell me. Yeah, I can't remember. The glasses, the glasses, yeah. bro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The glasses. Guess what? I just did a Google and I saw it. And guess whose handle is on it? Who? Yours. Oh, let me do the other. Uh, Almighty in the building. <laughs> I swear to I put it in a group now. You can this question I've got in national honors by now. Yeah. Yeah. I should have got in national the, honors by now. The, the, oh. What they have done for the industry. Look at this album cover now. Look at. Oh. Man, give it to P Square. Interesting. P Square. Yeah. Give it to P Square. Last night. Where were you last night? That was my jam. Then, of course, Senorita. That was a jam. jam. Oh, my God. Anyways, I think it is time for us to go to fan this was a music, This was a music episode. Because that's literally yeah, that just the only thing that happened mind. last week. That yeah. guy's going to lose his mind. We promise you next week. Next week. <laughs> next week, we'll be discussing Forex and... <laughs> <laughs> because last episode was just a full blown rant. Yeah. Yes. Last two weeks. Yeah. We can't yeah, be ranting about Nigeria yeah. all the time. We can't be ranting about Nigeria. No, 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 is that what we want to talk about? Should we talk about Naira? <laughs> no, no, no. Anybody, everybody should know what Naira is saying now. 
Let's talk about Nairi. Let's talk about, because me, I don't just seven people died because they were queuing for rice. Like yeah, all if we start talking about it, we'll lose our minds again. So let's just yeah. already, already, already talked on this in the group already. So to now yeah. they is double double trauma. Yeah. I yeah. No podcast is different from group. all this group group you are talking. Somebody is going to come and say they don't they 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 are, they are not in the group now. Oh yeah, that's and true. That's true. That's true. Don't worry, we'll be back to regular Nigerian woes <laughs> next week. Because I, 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 you know, the thing just things they pay me, things just they pay me. Was that good? Around so three, this was like you just send links. We not put paragraphs. <laughs> I'm like, was calm down. No in Nigeria, no key. The thing they, the thing they pay me. You know, I want to read something talking about creativity and art because that's what we're just discussing now. Do we talk about music creativity or do we talk about what's happening? Jidetai actually tweeted something that makes a lot of sense. He said, with all the goings, with all the going ons in the country, my heart goes out to people who work in the culture. In normal time, the masses see our work as fringe, non-essential. Now, at the time of crisis, you know, where does it lie? And it says, and there's and there's there's the tendency to feel like you're betraying your people if you're complaining of inflation and you're talking about or talking music and the arts but you are important your work is important contribute to the discourse if you feel like it if you don't then it's fine too don't just be stampeded one way or another at the very worst we are like the orchestra that played on until the titanic sank and I, you know, it's 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 very valid. You know, do you still talk about? It's like, do you still talk about like all the fun things and all the things you want to talk about, the art, the creatives, and all that? Well, you know, whatever is happening in Nigeria is happening. Mm-hmm. You, you have to because things still go on, right? Like yeah, I always life. say, life goes on. You know, life goes on, man. You know, every life goes on. So shout out to the Gide Taiwo. All right. I also wanted to. Um, I wanted to read out something else. Yes, I saw a tweet from a lady on Twitter, who talked about. She tweeted on a day after um, Valentine's Day. How's Valentine's Day for you guys? We didn't even ask you. Oh, come on. I wasn't going to miss that. Ayo, let's start with you. That's a, pagan holiday. That is a pagan holiday now. We don't celebrate paganism here now. Steve, we need to do a show for Ayo Call for the Love of Ayo. Where Ayo, Ayo goes on. Please Ayo don't talk to Flavor Flav. Goes on shows, yeah. Don't go in terms of Flavor Flav. Ayo, every week, Ayo will go on a date with a different woman. Sorry, who is sponsoring this date, first of all? We can sponsor. Are you ready I, I, to do It's show? not a problem. You're not to eat. Uh, free food everywhere. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I, I only eat Aseka and Slow and all those places. So I don't do my Maputo. Seca, Slow, all those kind of joints. Do you know where we're taking you? No, no. Okwaya me fire came will recommend some uh, some places for us. Okwaya me today go my Maputo. That's my problem, brother. If you just tell me, say, when you're about to take no. Okwaya me farmer came will collaborate with Sonwulu and they will take you to the place Sonwulu said you will be distributing. No, 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 no. I don't want. I don't want this entry, please. I don't want this entry. Thank you. Thank you. That's where, that's where your governor, where your governor, where your governor is going to share food. That's where you go. Yeah. So I, I, I support. I need to do food. I need to do food critic about that. Food. You need to critic that food. That food they want to share to Lagosians. 
Me will not say that. Oh, I mean, no good girl. Oh, I mean, talk your mind. So, so Ion is go out on the you know on every episode, right? Which you know drops every week on Tuesday evenings. You need to go. Sorry, what's the eight bracket of this remain? It's that's critical. Eight brackets. Yes. Eighteen to forty-five. No, I can't do eighteen. I'm sorry. Okay. There's a show that Liu Duval went for. There's a show that Liu Duval went for. If you are below yeah. twenty-five, you just say get out. You just say get out. If you're above twenty-five, you're not asked. Guess his second question. <laughs> what? He said, "Do you like women?" That is second question. <laughs> Please, I can't do 18. Let's do it from 25. I don't want high blood pressure. You can't, you can't do the 20 year old. Oh, I was like, that's, that's stealing candy for me, baby. I beg. I cannot. I beg. You can't do the 20 year old. I mean, I Twitter beg. people even tell you, for someone from of your Twitter. age, you are dating a 20 year old with manipulation. Now, all of them are mad. Twitter. When they are queen, Regina Daniels is married to someone that is in the 60s. Now, all of them are mad. I can't just personally do it. Fuck Twitter. I don't care what Twitter says. Okay, so what's the age? What's the age? What's the age limit? Let's do like 24. Late, late 24 plus. That you say, well, I'm 24 plus. What is 24 plus? I'll be 25 is in that, a few months. I'll be 25 in a few months. It's like your boss, you show 24 plus. 24 plus. Who be? <laughs> I'll be 25 in a few months. That's what I want. Thank you. Okay, uh, so I'll be 25 years. So that's where you can. And what is the, what is the, um, the, the maximum? Maximum. Yeah. Maybe 30, 31. I don't know. I just uh, said I just said do... I just said twenty-four. He wants like a twenty-four-year-old girl. Minimum. No, I said yes. minimum. Minimum. Oh, okay. Minimum. He said twenty-four plus. No, I think you can raise your minimum to like twenty-six. Twenty-four is just she's still too young for you. Um twenty-six. Twenty-six okay. is good. Twenty-six. Twenty-six, you have seen the catchment area physically. You are seeing the catchment yeah. area physically. So I understand. Maximum can do like thirty-eight, thirty-nine. Yes. I'll switch maximum higher. Yeah. But okay. thirty-eight, thirty-nine, that your bang your body's banging you no. Know, uh-huh. Yeah, body, body, thirty eight, thirty nine. Yeah, you see the you see the tension audio three sixteen guess. No, be some so twenty four to thirty eight, thirty nine. I'm cool with that. Twenty six. Okay. I thought we, I thought we agreed twenty six. Oh, sorry, twenty six, twenty six, twenty six. But Steve, why? If he says he wants twenty four plus, why no, 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 no. He bothers like when they when they. I'm just uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable with like you know like uh, super young. Yeah, twenty six. The dynamics 26. is usually like really, really. I think by twenty six. The, the perception of the dynamics is not. There's no good PR to it. No, no, no. If I have money, there's good PR. <laughs> if I have good money, I have. If I have serious money, I have good PR. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> As a billionaire now, would anybody you, know why, you know why useful money thing does not work? Yeah, because because Leonardo DiCaprio has money and he still has that perception. That's because it's in America. In Nigeria, bro, trust me. <laughs> no, trust I, want me. To, I want you to think like a global citizen. Stop thinking like you're just in Nigeria. Okay, it's true, it's true, it's true. Yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> 26 okay. to 39. To 39. Uh-huh. Yeah. Alright, so well, you That's know, good. right now what I'm doing is, you know, I'm asking you all these things. Why? I'm trying to do the casting already. So, yes, you know, make yeah. the casting. So, okay, complexion. I'm an equal skin lover, black or light skin or in the middle. I, I'm down. Yes, but, but you should not have boots. Hey, no, please do not have boots. God bless you if you have boots. <laughs> you know. They will not be with you, you know. But I want. Okay. And it's follow come. If you have light skin, is follow come, please. It's I don't want. I don't want customized. Say they don't pan a bit one. Mm-mm. Follow come. Uh-huh. 
Thank you. In fact, everything must be follow come. Everything must be follow come. I'm vintage. As you know me. As I did buy Jay-Z, okay. that's why I was my woman. Vintage. Thank vintage. you. It's vintage. All right. <laughs> In terms of um, so we don't age, we don't complexion, um, joke, um ethnicity. It doesn't or matter. Tribe, rather. It does, tribe, does, tribe. That one doesn't matter. South African women are also equal, uh, welcome to apply. Thank you. Especially South Africa. They have priority on the list. Since we are doing global, US. No, I don't. Are you US. also looking for are you looking for no, um, I, I African don't. women? Are you looking for African American? No. Are you looking for white, Caucasian? No. no uh, I'm looking for Latina. Latina, Latina yes. Uh-huh. I know say you so, there. South Africa, Latina, home base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey. Home base. That, that's it. That's it. Thank you. I'm fine. That's it. Okay. Um, does this person have to be working? Or the oh, yes. You have to be, be working. Students? You must be paying tax. You must be complaining about tax. <laughs> you know. that uh, The HR said they're increasing our taxes. Yes. We need to be... Steve, will you, go and, will you drop your phone? No, I'm not, I'm not even looking at his phone. We're, we're, we're doing phone. something. We're developing. We're developing a show here. Yeah, I'm not, I, I wasn't looking at it. I wasn't even looking at the phone. Oh, what, what are you now looking at? We're not looking at the phone. Looking I was just chilling. I was just lying down. So is this thing not interesting to, to you? It is now. I'm looking at you people. I'm looking at. I am laughing at Ayo's descriptions now. I'm just laughing. Okay, for home base can be from any part of the country, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any part of the country. I don't, I don't discriminate. I'm surprised if there is any part of the country. Are you sure it's any part of the country that you're not, you don't want one part of the country? Is any bad part of the country? You want, do you want a wicked Igbo babe? Are you okay? You see the Igbo babes where they did. I don't know the way they manufacture these Igbo babes now. They come stallion ready. Stallion ready. God damn. Hands down. They are, they are, I can't, I can't explain it. You know, I went oh, to the East the in, in, you know, I went you know to the in December. Yeah. And I'm like, Steve, what? Steve, you know the cop is happening? God damn. But you have to, you have to have money because you have to buy transformer mm-hmm. from one village first. Of course, I know that one. I'm the minister of Yeah. I'm the minister of power there. I know I'll be the minister of power there. And I'll deliver. So, <laughs> you're okay with a... An evil wicked babe that will put you on your ten toes. Yes, now, uh, uh-uh. because me too, I'm your bad boy. I'll put you on your ten toes. Uh-huh. <laughs> everybody will be, like, everybody will be standing on business. Making wait to see man go sleep. You too no go sleep now. Uh, uh, bad boys. In Kenya, in Kenya, they were talking about Nigerian men in general. They're like, how Nigerian men that Nigerian men are so romantic, like they take care of the women. But the only problem yeah. is that they can do that to ten women at once. <laughs> and, I, and I told them that see, it's not an Nigerian, it's not an Nigerian man. It's one particular set of men. And the guests guess gonna say, "Are you talking about Yoruba demons?" So the experts of Yoruba demons, right? Have hey. even traveled far to East Africa. You Oduwa guys Oduwa are, you guys are goats, greatest Oduwa of all time. Proud. And they will be proud. <laughs> wow. All right, I think I think we can start doing. We can start. You don't talk religion. Now. You don't talk religion. No, no, no you're not. I, we know you can. Yeah, know you we know you can swing both ways now. Who told you I can swing both ways? Please, I beg you. It just okay, which, which religion do you want? It's Christian, but okay. your Christian must not belong to a Christian cult. You know your church <laughs> if it's a Christian cult. I cannot do Christian cultism. I'm sorry, my daddy Gio said mm, 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 mm. you must be. Anywhere they call anybody daddy, you're not. Anywhere they call daddy, I'm your daddy now. I've said it. I'm your Gio. <laughs> I'm your house pastor. I'm your guidance counselor. So please, everything. Uh-huh. I'm your, I'm your Malay. I'm your Ark. I'm everything. 
Alright, yeah. okay. Uh, we're getting closer. We can start working on casting now, you know, and uh, we can start developing the show. Physical appearance is a bonus. Thank you. Physical appearance is a bonus or is a must? It's a must, Seth. <laughs> it's a must. Well, so, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm just so proud of... I don't know. Just because maybe I'm at that age now and I'm seeing it. I don't know how, like, mid-30s, 30, 30 to 40-year-old women used to look like. But what I'm seeing now is these people are standing on business. They're not oh, letting go. They're not letting go. They're standing on mm. business. Let me just put it they're like that. Business. Bro. Let, me, let me say this to you. Yeah. Let me say this. They've always been standing on They've business. They've always been they're standing. Not... I'm just seeing it. Because oh, yeah, yeah, seen, yeah, they are the most beautiful set of women. Yeah. They're the most yeah. beautiful set of women I've seen in my life. Like that 30 to 40. Yeah. My God. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, another yeah. type of beauty. Like I can't explain it. <laughs> when I was younger, I used to look at it and I was just like, man, wow. It's true. You it's know? true. Now you said it. Yeah. Now you said it. They've always been like that. Yeah. 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 Standing on business. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get into these farm meals. Uh, All righty. Love Ohio, we will continue to develop the show and let you guys know. Sure. Thank you. All right. This is from Gabriel, the digital artist. Hello, Loose Talk Chance. What's up, Gaby? This is Gabriel, the digital artist. No long talk here. I just want to mention that I got the money to buy another drawing tablet um, through the help of the good people of the internet. So if you guys listen to the previous episode, Gabriel, you know, got his uh, his laptop and his drawing tablet stolen at home. And, uh, you know, we, we reached out to him and, uh, I mean, we read his email and we put out his his account number and he's writing us back to tell us that you know, the giants came through for him. He said good people of the internet. Internet is broad. Like, is it specific enough that it's giants? Are you sure? Okay, let's keep reading the fan mail. Okay, fantastic. So you, you don't give me complete incomplete information next time. I'm, I'm sorry, my researcher. No, no problem. No problem. Yeah. I also want to specially express my deepest appreciation to every Loose Talk listener that reached out to me and those that sent me money. Thank you so much for your support. I'm very grateful. May God bless and enrich every one of you abundantly. Amen. Lastly, thank you to thank you Osags and AOT2 for complimenting my work. It meant a lot. And thank you guys for reading my last fan mail. If you hadn't, I wouldn't have gotten the support from listeners. So awesome. shout out to you guys. Until I write again, God bless. Awesome. Shout out to the Giants. You got to shout out to the Giants. You got to shout out to the Giants, man. Yeah, shout out to the Giants. Too good, yeah, too good, too, 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 too good, too, too good, too, too good. Shout out to the Giants. This is too, too good. Yeah. Yeah, coming through for Gabriel, the digital artist. Yep, yep. Gabriel, yep. you know, say you don't was fan at all. You know, be like, say you know, go draw. Ah, yeah, you see the problem with Nigerians. That's why I don't like Nigeria. I don't like. I don't like when Nigerians help me. I don't seek help from Nigerians. I tell you, I know they like him. I know they like him. They go on. They go on. They won't kill you. Eh? Oh God! Oh God! Every oh, time you say, "Oh my," have you seen somebody that you have not met at all in your life, and you were successful at something, and then they attach themselves to your success? Oh boy! Yeah. Now, just as we run, you know, say I pray for you. You know, say I mean, I pray for you. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Oh my god. All right, this is from Ade. Ade says, Congrats on the podcast. I came across you guys when the pod was a Paul show. I do enjoy the show. I was glad to come up, uh, glad to come across the revamp. 
I learned from you and I enjoyed the show. I do disagree with some of your views, but all all the same respect your vigor. I have had urges to send an email in the past, um, but none more than listening to you to your failed state episode. You guys need to look at the world, view the problems in the world properly, evaluate and compare it to Nigeria, then critically review the state of Nigeria. If you did, you might find that uh, with all the problems Nigeria has, it is far from a failed state. This guy yeah. wants to go down the road that is going to annoy me. It's not a first trade. It's not it would have to be patriotic and um optimistic about yeah. our country. Yeah, it's not a first trade. Sure are you sure it's not no road that wrote this this <laughs> It's not a first thing. We're, maybe we were emotional when we said it, but you know, it's not a first thing. Yeah. We we have God and God will help us to be let's pray and fast. Let's pray and fast, we'll be fine. Shout out to Nuru. All right, Nigeria <laughs> has. Shout out to Nuru. Know, like I'm giving a shout out. I'm giving a shout out. Like you know, because it didn't. Because it didn't. Dialed out ten Nuru. I can't just mention his name without giving him a shout out. Okay, okay, so, shout out. Okay, no, no, shout out. Uh, no, the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, dialed out the first person. Dialed out ten Nuru. Dialed out everybody. Yeah, shout out to Nuru. Nuru is my guy. Yeah, well, shout out to Nuru. All right. Um, Nigeria has security challenges, yet it's yet it's majorly secure. It's yeah, yeah no wala, no wala. It's not. It's God no, is no, securing no. us. What, yeah. No, what we are going to do is we are going to do. How does I say it? A blow for blow. What? A blow I for can't. blow. I don't like that. I don't the blow for blow thing. I don't. I've never oh, liked. No. It. That's, what taught, like that's what they taught me <laughs> in journalism. <laughs> that's what they taught me in journalism. That's what they taught me in journalism. Please. What you're doing for the blow by blow or blow, blow for blow, blow by blow, you have to dance like how Donald Trump dances. <laughs> <laughs> a blow by blow account. I don't even feel like I don't know how to speak some kind if he wants to, so kind like a cake <laughs> English. Like, I'm like, bro, do you have a dictionary of for this? But he's someone who has <laughs> listened to he listened to a lot of news when he was growing up, so he uses he has shout to be, out to uh, shout out to my lecturer, introduction to journalism. Dr. Popola, Unilag, you have to give us a blow-by-blow account of what transpired <laughs> at the event. He never oh failed to use that word. A blow-by-blow. Uh, Anyways, let's keep it going. All right, Nigeria has the security challenges, yet it's majorly secure. That's not true. That's not true. Like, you can't just say stuff like that. Like, you can't just say Nigeria has security challenges, but majorly secure. I want to ask, I want to ask, I want to ask this guy a question. Do you think you like Nigeria more than us? Because people, <laughs> you know, people being 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 unrealistic, unrealistically opt, um, optimistic about something is not does not it, an indicator. It's not an indicator that you love that thing. You don't yeah. understand. Like you don't like you don't love Nigeria because people do, do like this always come to say I'm patriotic. We are we love Nigeria as much as you do, even more than you do. But I can never be delusional and say Nigeria is what, what did he say? It's mostly protected, or what did he say? He said Nigeria has its security challenges, yes, yeah. it's majorly secure. Majorly secure. Listen, majorly secure. My my friend EB, my friend EB went to we went to his friend's house in Abuja on Friday, on Friday, and he was coming back one around 12 a.m. He was attacked. He left his car and ran. They wanted to kidnap him. That's in the capital city. And he was saying, he was even th- explaining that he saw a car that they dragged, the message is that they dragged the guy from, right? And he's, he believes that they kidnapped that guy. 
This is in the heart of Abuja. It's not as if the guy is staying in one remote area in Abuja. Right? You can't say things like this, bro. You can't, you can't say it. Do you know how many kidnapped victims we've had in the last six months? Just three days ago, they killed people who went to deliver ransom. What the fuck are you talking about? Calm down now. Please continue with the email. Visit Southside Chicago and you might think it's a third world country. <laughs> wow. This one is done there. False equivalence. <sighs> you know, it's fine. I, I, know, I know him. I know, I, know, I know him. It's fine. It's fine. False equivalence right yeah. then it says detroit and the likes are no different these That's are false equivalents murder and kidnappings are a daily occurrence fact check me the mexico u.s border still has its daily illegal crossings the u canada usa border has people crossing to seek asylum into canada regularly does this guy live in india Nigeria? Has, I, I, I doubt maybe i don't know India has ethnic clashes and killings that are more similar, if not more than what's going on in parts of Nigeria. Right. Pakistan is worse. Mm. Mexico is 10 times more dangerous than Nigeria. I, I, like, you can't... Why are you saying that? Because you watched, like, El Chapo. You know, I know this thing came out. What was his name? Uh, Blanco came out, so Griselda. Okay. Um, then he says... Yet, they are not labeled... Um, Mexico is 10 times more dangerous than Nigeria. Yet, not labeled the failed state. Why are you saying Mexico is 10 times more dangerous? Anyways, in Mexico and Colombia, the army actually war with criminals and rebels. The UK is in recession. Inflation is high. Cost of living has risen all over the world. Nigeria is faring better than most African countries and some around the world. That's true, that's true. That's true, that's true, that's true. Oh, uh, God. I don't We're not looking at this, too. We're not looking that's at this, true, that's true. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. We can't, be, we can't, blame, we can't blame someone to... We can't blame someone for being optimistic. Um, It's fine, it's fine. Yeah. We are optimistic. I, I, can't, we, I, I don't have the energy. Yeah, it's fine. He says, do your research and fact check. Don't yeah. jump on the wheelie bandwagon and rubbish our dear country. We're sorry. Mm. Yes, we have problems. Yes, we have that's problems. Fine. Yeah, we have to do better. But failed mm. states, you lot are capping. Yeah. Okay. The sad thing yeah. is that the, the sad thing is that you should know better because you have the ability to know better. <laughs> Would you lot prefer the country to go bankrupt to keep subsi subsiding um, the naira and fuel? Did we ever say that? <sighs> Buy and encourage others to patronize Nigerian made products. Uh, this is where I stop. Yeah, so wait, wait, can, you, can you know what? Guy, reply us and just no, tell us fine, 10, fine, 10 fine, Nigerian products that we should buy. No, I, I don't like it. It's a buy and encourage others to patronize Nigerian made products and services. It, it, it's when you guys talk like this, that's when I now understand. Is it is a political talking point? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is it a political yeah. talking point? Yeah, it's fine. Shout, shout out to you for sending the mail. Though. Yeah, He's I'm definitely an IPC supporter. Yeah. yeah, but like, love to you and thank you for listening to the podcast. And keep listening. Keep know? listening, yeah. of course, of course, of course. We don't uh, agree with you, but we like, we love you. Yeah. And guess what? And guess what? We what? love Nigeria too, hundred percent. Like this, this country is still you know, is our future. So we can't just, we don't wish it bad. We just analyze what we see and how we feel. We're emotional about it, and that's why we come here and rant about the state of the country. If we don't care, if we don't care about it. We won't come here and be talking about Nigeria. Okay? All right. 
Thank you, my thank you, my lead researcher. Let's keep it moving. Anytime. This is from you, you, call you are in a good mood today. You just calling me lead researcher, lead researcher, and you know I like it. You know, continue. Pause. They, they said I should be patriotic, so I'm being patriotic to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. <laughs> All right, this is from Anonymous. Osag, Steve. See, Osag is just one Z. Don't put like all these two Zs. These guys, why do you guys like messing up? Just it's one Z. Just Osag now. Come on now. You put like three Zs. It looks like I'm sleeping. <laughs> At least you didn't put Osas. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just joking. Just joking. Osag, Steve, Dede, and AOT2. I hello. I love how you guys bring a variety of opinions to the discussion. Steve brings his perspective from the South-South. Osags from time to time drops hints about the North. Please confirm if you spent time in the North. No, I didn't. I didn't spend time in the North, mostly in the Southwest. Um, but AOT2 sounds like a real Lagosian. Thank Anything you, man. outside Lagos is not really his business. The greatest <laughs> city in the world. The greatest city, of course. World. Lagos is the greatest city in the world. Yeah. But it says it's the second worst place to live in. And the that's their business. Those, those that's people, those, Osagi, you're not patriotic those, now. Those people do not know what they're talking about. Chicago, have, you the, have you been to Chicago? Have you been to Detroit? What, 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 what are you, you saying? Have you seen the nightclubs you have in Lagos? Have you seen the nightclubs? <laughs> have you been to Sunday at Ilashe? I'm telling Sunday you. Sunday at Ilashe. And this week, Tinubu is coming to Lagos to come and launch the red metro line. Has Biden um, launched a metro line in America in the last four years? I'm sorry. Biden, 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 he says anything outside Lagos is really not his business. They can extend it to other southwest states at worst. Hope you guys are good. Please yeah. keep me anonymous. Sorry, but I might touch on topics that have been covered in the past. I've been too lazy to write in. Wow. There was someone who sent an email about starting a podcast um, about Nigerian, Nigerian history. A great idea, but it would be most appreciated if you can avoid putting out the narrative of just one group in Nigeria. As a Yoruba person who was born and bred in the North, something I have noticed in the absence of opinions or POV of the Northerners in the national, in, in the national like media. For, for example, topics like the first coup and the Biafra war, if we can all be open-minded to listen to opinions and POV from different parts of the country, then that might help us heal and move on as a nation. A lot of people have also listened to stories from their family kinsmen and formed an opinion about other people based on that perspective. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, it, it does. does, it does, it does, it does. Yeah. Like we talked about, right? Gather everybody's like thoughts and uh and put everything together and then you can build a, a story from it. I think as storytellers, it's important that when we want to shape a narrative, we don't shape it at the cost of another person's yeah. tribe or life or whatever, yeah, right? You true. have to do it from a principal point of view, which is let me present all the facts and tell a story from what has been I think it's I think it's impossible in 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 the real sense of the world. It's impossible to do that because you know biases and emotion play a part in storytelling, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, like let's use let's take for example um, the Nigerian Civil War, right? That I, I don't expect anybody to come and give a very very how do I put it a a very very factual event of what happened because yeah. the emotions during the war people lost you know people lives like. People lost mm -hmm. uncles, fathers, mothers, like stuff like that. So when people are penning these stories, 
if you read there was a country you could you could see you could see what achebe mm-hmm. was feeling like you could you could sense his he what he felt about the whole war, about the war so yeah. also if you read the, the the other part so i think the best people to tell the story the best people to believe in his story and i don't want people to take this the wrong way are people who are kind of like neutral but who are who are there to experience it right Mm-hmm. People who are neutral might lack some certain type of detailed nuances to what, what yeah. happens. It's good that you read every part and extensively, extensively, and look at what the neutrals are saying and say, you know what? Especially, especially if you are not there, if you don't have any emotional attachment to it, or you want to understand what really happened, you know. But I don't think storytelling can ever be free of opinion or bias. That's just how yeah. I feel. Yeah. I remember when I was young, my mother gave told me her own story of the civil war. She was in Kano at the time. Yeah. The Yoruba, like wow. her, her family was based in Kano at the time. Yeah. And she, she gave me events leading up to the Civil War, how they saw it as a young person and what happened during the Civil War when, um, um, because they were Yoruba, right? So some Northerners came, wanted to come and enter the house and kill them. It was their Megad who was also a Northerner that told them that, no, these people are Yoruba. And how, oh. she, how, the, how her family hid the, the Igbo houseboy. When they were making, mm. when they were killing, yeah, and they yeah. helped him escape to do to to the to the east. And when the war was over, he came back and came to thank them that thank you for saving my life and all yeah. that stuff. She also said that after the first coup, Igbo traders used to mock like the outside people there and say, "Look, um, your your savior is dead." I think that was um, either the prime minister or I forgot one of them. Right, Stafford Balewa, the other guy. They yeah. used to mock them and say, "Oh." Your, your savior is dead now. What will you people do and everything? And those was one of the key incidents in the north that led to that retaliation. To the whole, yeah, but yeah. you don't see those stories because you know there's a general narrative. So yeah. yeah. And we're living in a country that's very multi-ethnic. To find yeah. one objective truth is going yep. to be very hard. It's very, going to be very hard. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. Yeah. We're seeing I, I, right for now example, and what if, and, and we and coming from where we come from, like Delta Ibu Asaba. You know, who's been our capital? We have a different sentiment about the civil war too. That is separate from yeah. what the Igbos yeah. think about and from what the Nigerians think. Yeah. Do you get? Because we were yeah. caught in the yeah. middle, we we're killed by boats, and we suffered from both parts. Like you don't know, you understand what I'm saying? Like yeah, for both so we have a different perspective to it also. Which is not you know? being so told. It's, it's not part not of the mainstream told. story. It's not part of yeah. the mainstream story. You know? The only mainstream story people go and tell is this massacre which the Nigerian soldier committed. But they yeah. just because of the you know because and that's the only time they kind of like classify us as evil. But there's so many other things like parents, our grandparents told us that happened also that changed our yeah. perspective or that made us feel a type of way about being evil. That's why you see sometimes that's how evil people say, "Oh, I'm not evil, I'm Delta." You know, yeah. like it's, there's so many yeah. cultural nuances to these things, right? That yeah. I don't believe stories can be told without emotions. And anything that has emotions must be opinionated and must be biased, you know, yeah. must be sentimental. Yeah. True. Amazing, amazing. All right, let's 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 keep it going. Um, second thing he's saying is I was a supporter of Buhari, uh, but he disappointed everyone who had faith in him. It's not everyone he disappointed to. Some people he did not disappoint. <laughs> but some people, he, he, he did the Lord's work. He did the Lord's he work. Did, he did also give another shout out. No, 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 no,
Yeah, uh-huh. so they don't feel like there was any. It disappointed them. So it disappointed. You don't say everyone. Say you. You know. Um, but I find it ridiculous that Sinubu and his followers try to distance themselves from Buhari's regime. These guys are from the same party. Sinubu had his people in Buhari's cabinet, and Sinubu was uh, the APC national leader during Buhari's time. Uh, there is no way he can claim to not be involved and carry along carried along in Buhari's decision-making process. <laughs> they, they can disagree on certain things, but fundamentally, they were all involved. It's high time Nigerian politicians and their farm boys start taking responsibility and stop putting it on someone else. I disagree with what he's saying. I yeah, disagree. Right? Because someone in power is quite different from... Or, uh, sorry, the um, political party's national chairman does not have an influence all, all over the grand commander of the federation of the... Of the Federal Republic. Yeah. Thank you. The Grand Commander of the Federal Republic of the Federal Republic. These are two different offices, two different entities. There might be conversations and there might be some sort of influence, right? But in terms of like decision making process, you can't attribute it to like Tinubu because he was the party chairman. He's not yeah. the president of the country. He's also, a party chairman and he's, yeah. he's doing his work as the as the party national leader. Yeah. And he, also, he did it so well yeah. that he 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 made sure that what the political party um, um, you know, still in power till today. Yeah. yeah. Also, let's not forget that APC was a major of two parties, right? And mm-hmm. we all know that clearly. If you're if you're studying politics during that time, when Buari got in power, it was his own caucus that he put around him. As a matter of fact, during the first time he sidelined Tinubu, it was when the election was coming that he now came to Lagos, started launching projects, came for Tinubu's colloquium or something like that. So it's not as if Tinubu was like saying he was not part of them, but it was Buari that in that purposely separated himself from the APC faction of Tinubu's faction of the APC, and that's why you see now that when Tinubu Tinubu is not in power, he's like, bro, it's my boys that I'm bringing in. I don't know you niggas, I don't know you Buari's boys, I don't know. So yeah, that's how he went. I don't think Tinubu had that much influence in Buari's government. Really, I'm not sure. He was sidelined. He was sidelined now. Yeah. And don't forget the MFLA, infamous MFLA policy that made yeah. Nigerians start sleeping that, at the bank. That, target, that, targeted, that was targeted, targeted at him now. At him, uh, yeah. you know, reportedly. Yeah. Reportedly. All right, the third thing he's talking about is I have a close relationship to someone that was in high civil service position. And all I can say is that Nigerian politicians will also set you up to take the fall for their corrupt practices and lack in knowledge. Yeah. It's high time we start thinking critically and not run along with any narrative that these guys or these people put in the media and want people to go along with. The fourth thing he's saying is this might be too late, but there was a guy who a while ago wanted to start a La Liga podcast. Could you link me up with him in person? I would love to be involved in this. I'm a fan of FC Barcelona and I am a big fan, NBA fan, OKC in particular. Um... So I'd love to be involved in discussions and conversations about these topics. I beg pardon my storytelling and punctuation or lack of punctuation my science student I be. See, <laughs> not taking responsibility. Not taking responsibility. And he was just joking. Um, yeah, I'll uh, go through the emails and, and we'll link you guys up together. Make the connect. All right. All right, guys. There you have it. There you have it. Another episode of your favorite podcast. There you have yep. it. 
Pray for us. Pray for your country. (laughs) Pray for so many things. Please pray for your country. Anywhere you are. Support people. People are going through it in this country. Yeah, def. Please do. All right. uh, Lead researcher, do you have anything to say? (laughs) Lead researcher. Lead researcher researcher is is struggling. (laughs) 